We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Welcome to the show, man. Thank you for taking the time out this week to do it. I know you're a very busy man. I saw your tweet. You're doing like what, a podcast every night this week or something like that? I did. I did one Monday, did two Tuesday. I did the Huntsman pre-show on Wednesday. Uh, and then today and then tomorrow I have the eavesdrop. It did took you... you forever to get on the content wave, bro. I know it's been a while, but I'm glad you know finally started doing content around these parts. Yeah. It's kind of crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You starting something new, Hector, or what? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. What, what do you mean? I saw you tweet like you're starting a new show or something like that. A new show? Oh, no. No, no, no. I, I, uh, I offered on the wait, wait, how, wait, wait. Okay, I was about to fucking say something. <laughs> That's what we're <laughs> You got to be on point out here. I think uh, I was just yeah, scrolling yeah. quickly through Twitter and I saw you like working on something. Like you tweeted out a picture. That could be tripping, but I guess not. Anyways. Oh, you're looking on the yeah. That was the Huntsman pre-show. That's that's what I was talking about. Oh, okay. Almost got some intel dropped. No, yeah, sort of. <laughs> I, I said something on the on the show. I offered somebody a job on the show, and uh, really? yeah, yeah, uh, an ex, an ex, uh, an ex Call of Duty pro. I wow. asked, uh, I asked him, I asked him if he come work with me on our project. You know, give him a six month uh, trial period. If it works, then we go. If not, then it is karma. You know? No. Can you say who it was? I mean, you did it live, right? No, I wasn't live. No. Oh, thanks, for the, okay. thanks for the support. No, it usually goes live before um, before the actual matches start. Mm-hmm. So what we do is we do like a Huntsman pre-show. We just call it that. And it's it's mainly just me, General, and uh, and Big Timer yeah. just shooting the shit. And then we always like ask General like everything that has to do with Call of Duty. We're like, yo, what do you, you know, because he's everything, <laughs> you know, I don't know shit, right? I was just like, yeah, I'm <laughs> character here, character there. So when it comes to like, predictions and all that we're like yeah hey, what do you think he's like oh yeah i fucking agree i agree i agree 
What's it? What's the deal? Is this a sponsored podcast or can I swear? Because I you could swear. Or not. You could say whatever. Whatever comes to mind. I speak like a sailor on this podcast. It's the it's the beauty of it. But once we get a sponsor, then I'll stop cursing. So mm-hmm. you know, I'll wait. I'll wait till that day. We're gonna have to work that in to the contract. <laughs> you know what sucks about that? And remember, like a year ago, I hit you up for a project that I was I was com- I was I was thinking about doing. Mm-hmm. So essentially, what I was what I was in the middle of doing before, you know. The opportunity came up of me coming back to a team ownership uh, position, a meaningful one. I was creating an, an esports podcast network. And I'm like, okay, we need a Call of Duty one. And I just like, I, I thought of everybody that was creating content or semi creating content in a very specific, every esport. And I was going to sort of let them, or I was going to bring them into my network of, of you know, advertising. And then we were going to do the podcast that way. We create a network and then boom, we have a, a dope, a dope thing happening. Yeah. I, I, I still, I, you know, we still have plans on doing it, but now it, it'll be you know, a little bit better. That was a sick idea. Cause I, I remember you already, you're like, I'm making a legion of esports podcasts. I'm going to bring in all the, the, the biggest podcasts from, from every esport and just have like a COD guy, league guy. I, I was hyped about that. I was wondering where that went because I never hit you back, like followed up on it, but I figured, you know, something must've stopped it from, from going down, but Hey, there's opportunity there in the future to create something huge, right? Like you want to listen to some esports news? Bang! Here's the link: esports podcast yeah. every day, something new. What's What's nuts about that is that like there, there's so many things that I want to do, and I sort of have to like shuffle which ones go where at every at a very specific time. So this one, I'm like, all right, this this two projects, I have to pick between this or this. So obviously, I picked a Huntsman um, for now. Yeah. No, goddamn it, no! But I, I, I the, the second that I get some time, I'm, I'm revisiting that. What do y'all listen to, John, Pat, or John Hector? Like, what, what? Any podcasts in esports you listen to, or outside esports? Um, I think there's, there's one behind the numbers. I guess I listen to it sometimes, but uh, other than, other than Hex, I don't think that there are that many really good esports podcasts. If I'm being honest, I feel like there's a lot of growth in the space. I mean, with us too, probably where we could do better and more consistent work well i listen to a lot when, when i get a chance to i listen to the courage and age shot one obviously they're 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 is good it's more gaming entertainment like yeah. theirs and mm-hmm. esports where mine is just I, I guess everybody affiliates it with esports because of who i am but i've interviewed uh, like two cowboys i interviewed josh hart from the nba uh i you know i've, I've had people that aren't necessarily in the space. Like I interviewed all of the Guggen guys, right? The fishing uh, yeah. YouTubers, um, you know, so I, I don't know. I, if people af- affiliate that with, with gaming, but I'm, it's, it's more of a YouTuber uh, than anything else. So, yeah. Okay. So you're trying to like, sc- like you're trying to scale it to like the general viewer on YouTube, right? Like you don't just want to have like obviously gaming and stuff like you've, had, cause in the beginning you were doing a lot of like XCOD pros and stuff like that. And I've seen over the last couple of months, you've done so many different people from all different areas. Like you said, Cowboys and other YouTubers and stuff like that. So what was the thought behind that? Like t- teetering off and moving into other lanes? I always went to the podcast that involved everybody and anybody that I found interesting. Like my, my dream job from a podcast scenario would be to interview graffiti writers from all over the place, right? Like just, you know, from the big ones to the, to the up and comers, that would be like a dream come true for me. Um, just simply, but, but it's difficult, right? To get the trust of somebody you don't know who is doing illegal shit, essentially to come on and have a, have a conversation. Just start uh, with Banksy. Why don't you just do that? <laughs> Have you found yeah. it difficult yet to expand 
outside of esports and gaming into these other spaces to keep the same fan base there yes with you yeah some of my best ones like i think the, the best one where i really sh- my, where i really show my range as an interviewer is uh <laughs> is the one that i did uh with one of the cowboys uh tyrone crawford uh defensive line captain it's one of one of my favorite ones uh he's a heavy gamer so we talked a lot about gaming but more importantly we talked about the you know the issues that current nfl players face and what the long-term effects are of you know obviously the damage that gets caused by concussion after concussion so we had a massive like a, a good 30 minute discussion around that and i thought it was really good but that one only got like twenty five thousand views right and then we have ones that just you know break records obviously yeah. i think i think our fan base just wants to see the you know the old school 60 50 squad getting together and having those conversations those conversations because those always always blow up yeah yeah uh for us you're our first guest that hasn't been a uh call of duty pro like you're our whoa, first whoa, non-cod whoa, whoa. pro guest y'all were both getting your asses beating cod too pac-man you stop, were getting stop, in, stop stop in, stop into into, into, into deep nameless into deep nameless <laughs> all of in, into deep was getting wrecked bro in king of the hills by we didn't even have a play. loss bro we were undefeated <laughs> on the ladder so this has to be a lot people, might, be, be, people might believe this nonsense hex no yeah no, they no. do. They, they see me shoot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, it's crazy. It's like nobody, nobody from those days is like around besides us three. Yeah, right. No true. bullshit. We, Think about we it. Technically, right? could say whatever we want and just yeah. I just did history. Yeah, I know. I literally <laughs> just did. They say that history is created by those who win the war. Okay, yeah. right now, <laughs> that's that's what I'm doing. Wait, we're we're the only ones still standing. They're literally us three, and then everybody else who's considered like the super mega OG is from yeah. COD Four, right? And a lot of those people that are from COD Four are from like year two of COD Four. You remember yeah. John, like JCap? Yeah, there's, there's very few YouTube. people that are left from back then in general. Even uh, I guess the next behind you would be would be Hastro, right? Oh, Hastro wasn't around for no. fucking Call of Duty too. He wasn't. No, he no, was no. I, no, I'm saying behind. Yeah, I said behind, behind. Uh, relax, relax. Uh, I just, I, relax. Look, I take Call, call of Duty two. I take Call of Duty two serious. You know what I mean? So do I. That's like, a brother. Like, right I'm like, yeah, like I see uh, Calhoun tweeting at me like every once like in a Calhoun. while. Yeah, uh, but that's it. Nobody else. I have. I've yet to see anybody come back from the from the past. Like all, uh, I don't know. You know, it'd be, it'd be, I, I'd like to interview people from that era, right? The, the the reason the reason that I started it, and I and I say that in every podcast is like at some point or another, everything that we do today is going to be studied the way that people study the NBA when they're trying to get their sports medicine, whatever. Right? You study the history. At some point or another, people are going to be doing the research. I'm just gonna be getting views for a very fucking long ass time. So I figure, you know, it's you know, two PM, two dollars here, three dollars there. That's up, right? Like interviewing downfall, bro. I mean, just like, how are you so good? Well, you see, I had like a scope drawn on my screen with the little line in the middle. People were actually doing that back in the day. You your bullet went in the same spot every time, so you could draw a scope on your screen and pretty much just aim in and, and shoot and, and dominate or hip fire. Honestly, with the Car 98, what a beautiful game that was, man. So if I, if I heard that right, twenty years from now. Someone's going to Hector's podcast and hear him gas himself up and Call of Duty 2 like he was the best player. <laughs> and he was, and therefore, he's going to be known as the best Call of Duty 2 player. I was. See? As <laughs> <laughs> we write history. Um, before we get into like hot topic stuff, I got one question since we went down memory lane. If there's one player that you could take from way back in the day, right, that stopped playing uh, before things got big, right? Before poor minorities. Ones, poor minorities and bring them to today. So for yeah. you, poor minorities, why? Well, uh, I don't know. He was one of the first snipers that I saw, and that yeah. that I was like, "Holy shit!" This, you know what I mean? Like when you're learning, 
But you, you also got to remember, I was like 25 when I started playing that shit, right? 25, 26. I don't know when it came out, but. Sheesh, I was 12, I was, bro. Yeah, exactly. So I was playing against little ass kids, <laughs> right? And I'm like trying to learn. And I see, you know, what uh, I would see poor minorities. So I'm like, damn, he's nasty. Joe the Man was also nasty. Downfall. Uh, yeah, Preview, obviously my boy. Preview is nasty. And uh, uh, who else? I think I think that's it for it, as far as uh, snipers go. Um but yeah, I, th- I think poor minorities is the first one that comes to comes to mind. He was nasty. You team with him, John? Yeah, it's choppy. Yeah, he yeah changed choppy. It into choppy and caught four. Um, it would be easily Joe the man. Joe the man had the scariest shot at the time that I've ever seen. And I yeah. think that as the games progressed and it became more about just being like nasty flying around shooting, he'd have been absolutely disgusting. Yo, but yeah, who knows? Dirty. T-S- how would it look to have like how old? How old would dudes like you never knew these people's yeah. age, right? Like I was. No, I have no idea how old he was. No clue. Man, I, I, I don't think... know. <laughs> I teamed with uh, with what's his? Th- I teamed with Diesel and Optic J uh, at the time. I was on a team with those guys. That's how you know how old some of the people were. Was, and... what, what, what was that? Hotel uh, SWAT? 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 Yeah, SWAT. I was like the little SWAT. kid. I'd get on and they'd be like, "Dude, you curse a lot, man." <laughs> like trying to walk me <laughs> through it. Like, you know, screw you guys. But if I had to pick one, uh, I think it would be Cloud from No Mercy, the U- UK team. Because NM, yeah, yeah. Dude, thinking oh, yeah. back, this guy played on American servers on practically dial-up internet and was frying us. <laughs> so he must have been like the best player in the game, realistically, bro. Him and Swamp Donkey, bro. Swamp Donkey. That's the name I was thinking about. Swamp yeah. Donkey. Swamp Donkey yeah. <laughs> That's a throwback. Yeah. I just remember that guy used to throw smokes to the ground and run around with a shotgun in Call of Duty too. Yeah, make, making everybody lag. Yes. <laughs> we, we'd have uh, we'd have uh, you know, SWAT Hotel, SWAT, Chris Adams, who I teamed with uh, on Plague. Uh, I mean, man, so many. I don't want to sit here and fucking name everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's true. But people don't know this last thing. Sorry about that. But back in the day, everyone's teams used to be themed. So when he says SWAT, like it was like SWAT Alpha Bravo Charlie Delta. That was their team name. There's a lot of them. I guess God started that way. I yeah, can't God, God, God's was probably the best one because you could do 3G. so much with it. 3G was the best, bro. Oh, nah, nah, nah. Eulogy, Eulogy was dope. Yeah, fine. But when it comes to like themed names, God's was the best one. Oh, yeah, it was. God's Holy Grail, yeah. God's Nightmare, God's. Uh, I mean, all of them. <laughs> <laughs> That's like the only ones I remember. <laughs> but, yo, but yeah, let, let's switch it over to some Call of Duty talk because I know a lot of you guys are here for that. Um, this year, man, it's been a wild ride. Um, what are like your overarching thoughts on like the entire year as a whole? You know, up until this point, uh, the start of the CDL. Well, I, I was, I, I love it. Obviously, I think I think that you know what's happening this year is close to a. 13 or 14 year journey from us being there from the beginning. Like we're literally you, us three were here from that because we've seen every single iteration of everything that has ever happened in (laughs) call of duty. Mm -hmm. We were there front row and center because we were there, right? Like we we were there in call of duty. We saw that competitive scene. We saw it go from game battles to NX gamers. Yep. Uh, You know, I mean, even back then, we're the first sponsored team by a website. You know what I'm saying? Think about it, right? (laughs) On the forums. Yeah. Right. So, (laughs) Uh, so, so we had NX Gamers, and then from there we went to Call of Duty 4, and then obviously ProMod became like a massive, massive thing. So we saw iterations to that. That's when Grizz – well, Grizz started making montages in COD 2, yeah. but COD 4 with the Matrix, that's when it really took off. And then, boom, immediately after that, Sniper Team, the first one, first of its kind, and then boom, 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 just everything. We've been there from the beginning. So seven, uh, close to 14 years – of of just going through the motions every single year recycling 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 on a, on a different cosmetic 
Uh, and now we've professionalized an esport that we've been that we truly created right from the ground up. Right. Um, think about it. Right. Like we we worked tirelessly by ourselves as a community, by ourselves. Thanks, you know, with MLG's help and whatever. Before a developer from Activision, you know, gave us a shot finally to put some things. Yeah. So, so off that, do people ever ask you like, like how did you get to this spot? And then you, I don't know how. You, how do you tell them that you've just been here for fourteen years? It's you can't. It's it's so built within you. How do you? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I don't know no. how to tell you. I'll tell you you've how I don't get bored, so or how do I get sick of it? How do I don't get burnt out? I love playing Call of Duty. I I always said if if Call of Duty Four was something that was active every single day, I'd be playing that the same way that I'd like to play intramurals basketball every Wednesday or Thursday. Facts, you know the way that the, the way that I that, that I have in the past, and and it's one of my favorite competitive pastimes. And given the opportunity, I would only play that. I, I have dreams, okay, boys. I have dreams of creating a thirty five and older only league. You know what I'm saying? Where obviously I'm gonna be a goddamn MVP. You know what I'm saying? I mean, if you think about it. Who's so, I'm playing in this league. There's, bro, I, I guarantee you, there's a lot of 35 year olds. I don't know any 35 year old plus in the chat. Don't fucking lie. For sure. Yeah, I mean, make there, it there like 27 plus though, because I mean, there's nobody that's that age. Yeah, you're playing, right. Playing, um, you know, Call of Duty professionally, other than like Clay and stuff. And some of these guys are on their way <laughs> out. You know, what I mean? like Clay and Looney and stuff. Like everybody's everybody's so young now, man. And dude, I, there's zero chance that I could ever be in a in a, in a semi serious match and I kill somebody. I'll never let it live down. I'll never let them live it down, ever. <laughs> ask Nate ask Ego, ask uh, uh, Rizma, and ask Solo what happened to him at, at the Virginia Beachland when I beat them on land. Hey, oh, I forgot wait, about wait. that. You beat them on land? Uh, yeah. What, 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 what game was this? Uh, it was Modern Warfare 3. It was me. Uh, who was it? It was uh, The only one that was missing was pretty much uh, Scump. So it was me, Rambo, Merc, and Big Timer. We we oh, we you them first step and beat them. Yeah. <laughs> so guys, so like uh when would you say like the height of you know the personality boom in Call of Duty reached its peak, right? Because a, a, a lot of people say right now uh we have some personalities, but not a lot of them make a ton of content and stuff. So what year was it you think where it was at its peak where we sort of like oh, said it like we are the content? Black Ops two. Black Ops two. Yeah. yeah, think about the amount of storylines, right? Aches was like literally at our throats, somehow, some way, <laughs> always there. Uh, you hold on a second. Yeah. Do you think? Uh, anyway, so so sorry. That's okay. Yeah, Aches was was a he was a loud one at that time. That was my daughter looking for my dog. Anyway, so. Oh yeah, he was. He's so loud because he was winning too. He's still loud, right now. Yeah, he's man. still very loud, but he's not winning anything. So he just he's just okay, he's, he's not winning. Dog he's in the not, corner barking like shut but, up. But but he's not he's not losing either because he's not playing. Oh, yeah, you know what yeah. I mean. Well, good point. <laughs> you got you got give you got to give it where it's due. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we had a so we, we I mean in Black Ops Two we had aches, we had Killa. Um, I was a maniac at that time too. Like everybody was just going nuts. We had, you know, Haggy. Like we had a villain, a hero, and then we sort of had like the anti-heroes in complexity, right? So we had like a bunch of these teams that were creating these crazy stories. And I just, I wonder like why that that's not a thing anymore. Like why are these huge stories not attached to some of these teams anymore? What do you guys think it is? Um, oh man. Go ahead. Go ahead. Pat. I think that as, as as like salaries are a thing and people are becoming more professional, you don't have the same. You're not going to get any like um, 
Adam Sloss moments, you know, that are just big like that with people having animosity like that towards each other in public. I don't think that that's going to be the case anymore. If you get, you know what I'm saying? Um, So it's a little bit different now. And I think also, so I guess, I guess you could say some like Sloss in the chat just said that's authentic. I'm not saying that it's not authentic now. It's just people have something to protect more nowadays. And they've known each other for such a long time that they have these conversations more in private Whereas back in the day, you didn't really even talk to people that were really, that weren't on your team or part of your little group. Yeah, I, I I think it's 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 that I think that a lot of players are getting you know super salaries nowadays where they don't feel that they need to go out and and you know sort of hustle on the sidelines the additional income that you can get. Back in the day, your salaries weren't more than fifteen hundred dollars. Which meant that if you streamed and were able to make another thousand bucks, now you're you know now you're making a, a decent enough uh you know income where you can support yourself doing that or you can prove to your parents that you can you know there's a, there's a living to be made in, in a situation like this so uh i think there's a lot of things but i think that right now we have one of the most interesting times ever right like we have um personalities that have been around so long that whether they create the content or not they're part of the uh, they're, they're part of the content so people who are creating the content are bringing eyeballs and they're seeing like these massive, massive personalities. Yeah, I, I, I think that from here until the end of of, of Call of Duty, people are going to be uh, running into people like Crimsix, people like Formal, people like Attach, and been like, "Holy sure. shit, dude, I've been watching you for ten fucking years. You're the man." Blah blah blah. Right? Because they they they're these these superhero moments. We're we're essentially WWE with obviously no fake uh, no fake <laughs> bullshit that happens. Right? Like no, no fuck up spawns. No, you know, I'm saying none none of that shit. Right? But it, it uh it it gives and it lends itself to really be a cultural moment that you get to share with other people and when you have that right when you have a community that that shares in in the competition essentially in the storyline that's being created uh that that creates the sense of like okay uh that's somebody that i'm gonna remember for the rest of my life from tight muscles tough workouts signs of aging to simply making it through each busy day Everyone understands what it feels like to be tense and sore, so everyone can benefit from TheraOne CBD products. Started by Dr. Jason Wersland, TheraBody exists to provide you with the best scientifically validated natural solutions to help soothe your body and relax your mind. It started with the revolutionary Theragun percussive therapy device when Dr. Jason saw the benefits of using CBD in his treatments. He created TheraOne to bring you CBD products done right. A lot of CBD products claim organic but still contain up to 30% filler, and these fillers are potentially toxic. TheraOne tests their products four times before they get to you. Every product is USDA certified organic, grown in the US, and their CBD extracts are the highest quality available anywhere. Use TheraOne's warming lotion in your morning routine, the cooling lotion or massage oil to recover, body balm for targeted relief, and sleep tincture to drift into a deep night's sleep. And now through Labor Day, Monday, September 11th, TheraOne is offering our listeners a buy one, get one free for all TheraOne products. But you've got to go to theragun.com slash bluewire. If you don't love what you get from TheraOne, send it back for a full refund within 30 days of purchase. This is not something TheraOne is likely to do again. Buy one, get one free at theragun.com slash bluewire, but only until Labor Day. Go right now to theragun.com slash blue wire. 
Sunday, Sunday, Sundays are coming back in the NFL. With NFLSundayTicket.tv, you can stream every live, out-of-market NFL game every Sunday afternoon on your favorite devices. Plus, Red Zone and DirecTV Fantasy Zone channels never miss your favorite teams and favorite players. No matter where you live, NFLSundayTicket.tv is your key to the most glorious Sundays ever. Use the promo code BLUEWIRE at checkout to get 15% off your subscription. Visit NFLSundayTicket.tv and use promo code BLUEWIRE. A lot of those guys that you named, they're kind of older, right? They've been around for a long time. How does the CEO like create more of those types of people? Because let's say in five years, let's say Scump, Crim, Formal, you know, attached these guys that you're naming aren't playing anymore. Then they were all around in that super huge surge of uh, of fans that came in, and they were all had big personalities, and they had to make content to survive. So that's why they have such big brands on top of great performances. How do you do that with current kids coming up who are already getting paid so much and aren't learning how to be on camera? You know, so I, I'm just wondering how they achieve that. Ah, uh, man, go ahead, Pack. I think that I mean what Hector said before was true though. They, we we did this without. They built that. They like uh, the original Optic Squad. They built that without Activision involvement, without CDL involvement. It's up to the, I still think that it's up to the individuals and the players to build that up on their own before the CDL does it. I don't think it's something that the CDL can naturally do. I don't know if you can unorganically grow a fan base for a player just because he's good that people need to have a connection with them and then see them compete on that kind of like high level to build that kind of connection that's well, just in sports performance directly uh influences like how many fans somebody has it hasn't been like that in cod in the last few years but i'm hoping you know with cdl and how big the stakes are with everything that that starts to happen um because in other esports, when somebody's frying, they get a ton of fans immediately. Yeah. But yeah. COD, it hasn't been like that. I've always wondered why that is. Uh, because there have been people who have created more content, and those fans who necessarily may not have been fans of competitive sort of get introduced to it, and they just want the Nate shot or the scump to win because they see them every single day, which means that they have this relationship, whether you know the creator knows it or not. You develop these, these sort of routines with people, you know, like I, I the, the example that I give always is like Casey Neistat. I used to watch his vlog every single day while I was drinking my coffee, right? Yeah. Every single day I would wake up, prepare my coffee and watch him as he's doing that. The day that he didn't upload, my coffee tasted different. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and that sort of relationship you build with people. And if you know somebody, you're always going to pick that somebody over the other guy, you know, because you have you have that. It's, it's human nature to to root for something that you're familiar with as opposed to strange thing, right? Like you, people are afraid of things that they don't know. It's same psychology, but you're rooting for the person that you're more familiar with. So because of that, we were able to do that. If you look at Counter-Strike, right? Like think about the amount of personalities that exist out there that don't necessarily create the content, but it's such a massive, massive fan base that, I don't know, it's sort of, and nobody's creating content more than somebody else. Therefore, that that sort of, it's, it's a little bit more spread out. Yeah. No, I, I agree. True. Even what Karma said in the chat, I think back in the day, the fans drawn in from Optic love COD and love the game, and it gave much more respect to players in a way. Uh, I, I think so. I think you're on point with that. I mean, obviously, they brought in like a, a huge surplus of fans, and then a lot of those people dispersed and found people they like. I'm just wondering how some of the young guys can uh, can grow Excuse me, specifically from performance. But nobody has the, the answer to that. Otherwise, everybody would be a star. But I, I always think it's a good conversation point to have. Um, for you with Huntsman and, uh, you know, vetting young talent, 
over there. What's like the process going to be like for you guys over the next few years, right? Because I know people are thinking within the next couple of years, formal scump maybe might not be playing, right? Like you, you don't know how long some of these older guys are going to play. So have you guys thought about that type of thing yet? Uh, no. Yes. Look, we're, we're, <laughs> there, there's, there's always going to be talent out there, right? You see it with Howell and Trasa, like they fucking came in and, and like murdered it, right? They, they represented for, for their AM scene, like nobody else has up until this point. Right. So for, for, for us, the way that I think about it is like there's always going to be talented individuals out there, and it's just a matter of putting them next to already existing big personalities and sort of introduce them to to the already existing fan base, uh, and then and then we go from there, right? Like uh, obviously, you know, Envoy is what 19 years he's old. Young, yep. uh, you RC's. know, I I I think yeah, RC is the same thing, right? Um, I, I look at young young talent that we currently have, and I'm like, you know, this is going to be what the future is. I I, thought, I felt the same way about about uh, um, TJ and Dashy last year, right? Like I'm like, these these are the two dudes that are going to carry this brand for the next couple of years, right? As as we we sort of see everything wind down or see the twilight of other people's uh, uh, you know careers, but obviously it ended up not happening. So, you know, I, I, I looked at other young, young up and comers, obviously like Envoy and, uh, and, and Alec. And I'm like, just like, all right. So the, the, the talent's there, whether or not we're able to, or I'm able to extract the personality out them, out of them in, 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 in such a way that it will translate and re recreate those sort of, uh, relationships with our fans. Then, you know, obviously we, we have a working formula. So that's yeah. rinse and repeat for me. So you're keep. Are you gonna plan to keep this roster going to the new game? I'm just gonna hit yeah. you with a hot one. Yeah, yeah of course. That's yeah. good. That's good. Yeah, I always yeah. love to see teams staying together, regardless of the outcome of champs, right? Yeah. Look, you you look at talent, and if they're good enough to compete, and my team obviously is, you know, full of superstars. Like, I, winning to me is just a small factor of us building a brand that's gonna last a lifetime. So for for me, it's like we have the, the 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 perfect pieces, right? Every single one of our players is like insanely talented. So for me to sort of like recycle people and then bring in new people, like that's that's not the way that Optic has ever been. I'm sorry, that's not the way that I've ever ran any of the teams, including yeah. the the old one. I, I need the sense of familiarity, right? Like we we in essence are a show that provides content on a weekly basis for our fan base. And when you're introducing and removing and adding uh, different personalities, like it affects the the formula a little bit. So yeah. I'm I'm like extremely happy with the team that I have right now, uh, regardless of, of of the previous outcomes, regardless of how things have gone. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I I still like every single one of them. And when it comes to scouting talent, like I'm never gonna be that dude. Like I I, yeah. I, I will never be that dude. <laughs> and in and in esports, like a lot of people, unless they're 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 unless the coaches or the GMs have played Call of Duty for as long as some of you have that really know this and can separate relationships from that shit? Because I can't, right? I obviously lo yeah. love my family and that's it. I'm picking who I know over someone who's better. I don't give a shit about that, right? Uh, as long as I have my, my staple five, everything else is, is sort of uh, additive to that. So I, I'll never be that guy, right? I, I would look to an expert to to find the, the the better talent out there. It's awesome that you entrust, like you put so much trust into the to the squad, right? And they've done a really good job so far. Like that that decision with you know behind Gunless, me and John were like really against it at the time, and it just paid off. Um, so clearly they they know what's going on. If you had that talk with them, like yo, regardless of champs, like next year you guys want to stick together, and they they said yeah, or, or how'd that go? 
Say that again. Ask me again. Have you guys had like that big talk, like regardless of champs, like this is the roster you guys want to have going into next year or what? Yes. Yes. Several times. Whether, whether, whether that's, that's what happens on the other side. Like, you know, the, the good thing about franchise, uh, franchise leagues is that, uh, you know, the org has a little bit more power in, in a situation like this. Obviously, we invest a lot of money on a yearly basis for that. So for us to exercise our rights as team owners, I think that gives this a, a better fighting chance, you know, and, and uh, you know, for what it's worth. And I'm not down talking to anybody else. Like, I know what I have to offer the players. I know yeah. how I can help them grow. And I know that, you know, the formula that I've created has allowed people to make, you know, additional income with side hustles just off of being affiliated with us. So, you know, if you're if you're a smart player, you stick with what what uh, what benefits you. So oh, yeah. uh, I, I think that we're very I think we're in a very good spot. Yeah. Uh, did you guys see Adam's <laughs> tweets today? Uh, to kind of change the topics because last time I, when I was on eavesdrop, me and Hex talked about the bubble, John. Um, okay. And, and if we could do that with Call of Duty. Um, and Adam let out a pretty interesting spree of tweets talking about how much it would realistically cost, right? Like he was like, uh -huh. um, off the cusp, I'm thinking 7 million for a bubble. And that's yeah. like probably 50 to 100%, you know, lower than what it would actually be. Um, and it kind of makes it, hard to seem uh possible for cod right like we have a 4.6 million dollar prize pool it's like how could they justify doing a bubble what are your guys uh, thoughts on that i simple because we were talked about this. okay sorry go ahead no i don't know you, you can go i'm not just one quick piece <laughs> one quick piece because of those tweets earlier i looked it up i was talk, talking to uh, nameless about this i looked it up to see what the nba bubble costs <laughs> and it costs 150 million dollars for the NBA to run to run their yeah. bubble for whatever it was eight games plus the playoffs. 150 million. I understand that the COD would be a shorter time span, but when people say bubble, I don't fully believe that they have all this in mind. Like it's a lot that goes into making yeah. sure that everyone can stay safe, and you could have the tests all the time, and food brought in safely, and all that. It's a lot. And the NBA can't play from home, and we can. So I don't can know. It's we? just a tough thing. Can we? I mean, you've That's seen what question. happened in the last two days, dude. We're gonna get uh, into that too. Yeah, look, I, I think that is possible hundred percent. We we discussed it as team owners, we discussed it as as an org uh with other orgs. Like I think that there is a a way in which we can go get Airbnbs for as long as we want, right? We don't have to go to a, necessarily a hotel. We can uh, th th there's ways to do it, absolutely, right? Like there's there's ways to do it where we don't have to spend, you know fucking 150 million dollars right <laughs> uh, the, the, there's, there's definitely ways to do it uh the, the 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 difficulty comes with how many players are going to leave their girlfriends back at home right to go right. live in a live in a place for for a uh, for call it two months while we play champs in a land environment uh you know obviously here in texas we have um plenty of facilities that 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 could be you know they could be open to to doing something like that uh, there, there's ways to do it where it's efficient, but when you think about the the bad possibility, the repercussions of somebody, you know, a young dude getting sick without knowing an underlying condition, and the end is, you know, the the the, the result is a death. We nobody could ever ever live with that. As an esport, we couldn't live with that. It would it would you know everybody everybody who who would originally say is like oh shit look Call of Duty like call it CS:GO call it League of Legends call it OWL call it whoever who are saying it's like look at that 
Call of Duty's fucking making it happen and it fucking works. If nothing happens, then boom, it worked. If someone dies, everybody would be like, oh, they're so irresponsible. If I was the parents, I would sue the league. Yeah, I would sue the teams. I would sue this, that, and the other. That could be and, the end of everything, right? What we built, which is yeah. a risk. Are we willing to take that risk? Is like Absolutely not. I'm not really willing to take that risk. Um, but then the question asks, you know, you even said it like, can we do it online? And and I, we've tried our best, but it's been really tough, man. And today and yesterday were big examples of that, you know, with people lagging out, et cetera. Um, how do we fix that? Like, what are your thoughts on that? Dude, call it what it is, right? They weren't lagging out. They were being kicked offline, which is fucking you. even worse. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, 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 it's sucks, right? You can't. I don't know what to do, right? I don't know how to give advice. I don't know how to, you know, because it's a discussion that we're all having, right? Yeah. It's like, how, how, how do we make this not suck as bad as it is right now? And, and to me, there, there really isn't any clear answer. But when it comes down to the amount of money that ninth places, ninth and tenth place are going to make, that's still more than they would have made if we had canceled it all and just said, let's hope for 2021 to be a little bit better yeah. so uh, what were we supposed to do I'm, anytime there's money on the table i'm going to tell every single one of the people that has the opportunity to grab it to fucking grab that money because you don't know where you're going to be in a year you don't know yeah. it's a deteriorating skill it's not something that's lasting forever you may be hot one day one one year you're not going to be hot the next year you don't know so you you grab the bag where you can uh but you know it's it's i understand like the 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 harshness that some of these players are going through imagine man. like like what, what some of them are going through is it's it's tough man like you like the london one today hit me the hardest because they were up right it was deciding map they're up and they had control and he gets booted offline in the middle of it um i just think that there's there's got to be some sort of change right like at least going into next year you have to have a judgment rule where you know within reason we can reset the map like i understand that we can run into issues with people pulling the plug. Um, that's the big argument. But what's happening right now is just it's 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 compromising uh, the integrity, quite frankly, to a lot of what's, these teams. What's happening right now is a brochure, an advertisement, a, a, a single piece of <laughs> advertisement that you go and you tell Vanderhaar, my brother, we need a pause feature. Yep. Fucking launch date. Launch date, we need a pause feature, man. Uh, th this is something that should have... the. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not a coder. I don't know quantum physics or mechanics, or mathematics. <laughs> okay. I, I. I'm not gonna be able to code a map better than any of the the incredible artists that work at Infinity W. But I still would have tried to figure. That there's a possibility. There's, there ain't, ain't nothing wrong with calling up CS:GO, Valve, and being like, "Yo, how the fuck y'all put? How y'all push the pause <laughs> the in the middle of the fucking game. game? You know what I'm saying? Like, well, it, we it, play it's on PC. A, like you knock Tark <laughs> off mid map, they pause it, they wait till you till his ass comes back. Yeah, and they start. Well, their back. their answer goes well. First and foremost, we play on PC, so there's that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, man, look, I mean, what, what, what do you what, what do you play Warzone on? What do you play Warzone on? PC on PlayStation. PC, but there's okay. you know they have a deal with. You know, yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like that. Real, man. It's, we, it's, look, we've given them ten years of business, man. Thank yeah. you, appreciate you. you. We we made money together. See you. See you. Yeah, because we need that pause feature. I mean, I, I mean, I get it. They probably told all the teams and all the players, like, hey, listen, there's going to be people that are trying trying to DDoS you prepare for this and get your router ready, reset it and stuff. Um, 
But what I'm wondering is like, are these players not resetting their internet? I, I just are resetting their IP. Like, I, I'm just curious because I have some IPs you can't, right? Yeah, that's but, what Seth said last night. Because well, then I, you got to get to a place where you can, though. You understand? No, that? no, 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 no. We're in, we're in, we're in, we're still in a pandemic. Don't forget that. Don't forget that. It's not that I easy. No, but there's, if you were to tell me right now, hey, go do this podcast somewhere else, I'd be like, uh, <laughs> uh, let me see if maybe my uncle can come home and uh, like let me in and you had a couple weeks though no right like you had a couple weeks yeah. and i'm they're sure still practic- they're still practicing that time though you have to be realistic they're still practicing not everyone has like a, a, a hex quarters to go to as a secondary like there's not those things don't exist everywhere uh, but, but when when you're investing 25 mil into something you have you have the means to be able to set something up uh, absolutely know? Yeah, and and look, look at us, right? Like we have the hex quarters, but we, you know the players still play out of their homes. It's the is their most most comfortable place to be. They play there every like they it's 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 everything, right? It's their space in which they compete and they practice and whatever. So it's easier in, in a situation like that to be like, all right, let's not all come to the hex quarters and you know everybody stay, stay at home. More importantly, like they're not going out, right? Like Scump hasn't left his house in fucking three weeks, I think. Yeah, uh, Alec and and uh, and Envoy live in the same building. Uh, you know, they, they, I don't know, they, they don't go out enough or they don't go out and put themselves in danger and they don't put each other in danger. So I think it's, it's a matter of, of, uh, of responsibility of the individual at the end of the day. And, you know, we, I've been very strict about that, right? Like I said, if you're, if, if you're not going to, you're not going to come to create content for the team, if you're, if you're out there lollygagging, right? Like I, listen, I traveled and I've done my thing. I had it. I had COVID. I'm, I, I could put money on a 100% guarantee <laughs> that I did. 100%. Right? So, Well, I, I mean, they have those things in, in like, sports contracts, right? Like, if you go and you go dirt biking, like, you're going to get fined. You're going to get in trouble. Like, you can't go put yourself at risk. And, you know, with, with COVID, it's, it's the same thing. It should be like that for esports players. So, I respect that. Um, but in terms of next year, what is one thing you want changed? It could be CDL-related, COD-related, or one for each. Hmm. Um, I, I, I'm nervous. I'm nervous about, uh, what, what, what is, what, what essentially is going to happen on whether or not, like there's so many variables up in the air right now, uh, that we don't have clarity on. Is it going to PC? I don't know. Is it going to be controller and PC? Was everybody allowed? I don't know. Is it going to 4v4? Is it going to 4v4? I'm hearing rumors left and right that, that people know. And I'm like, there's no way that this motherfucker knows. Because I, I don't know. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I'm like, I'm like, I don't fucking know, right? So I'm like, I, I, I just say, all right, let's just focus on champs. Let's just focus on champs. Like, I don't, the, the, I, I'd rather just like tell everybody, I'm like, yo, let's, let's, let's win this money. And then we'll worry about what happens after, right? Because there's, there's, there's too much at, at stake. Yeah. Would you, I have a question for champs. Would you be, okay with them pre-recording your huntsman matches and then yes playing it live to everyone and would you be okay with waiting for that result or would you have to know the result like immediately as as a, as, as a team owner <laughs> i would be glad to wait until the results shown on a pre-recorded match i i i would rather have that and have that competitive uh integrity yeah integrity viability i mean th- th- we can do these things right like we talk about the ability to stay home and play the video game. Well, we can also record and make it live. I'd record the, the Huntsman pre-show, uh, just pre-recorded, and then we make it live, right? It, it happens, mm-hmm. right? We do the thing. Vision, we obviously we couldn't make that live. We had to pre-record and then make it live. Uh, 
Jimmy Fallon records at two o'clock in the afternoon and fucking goes live at 10 p.m. or whatever. I don't fucking watch. But you know what I mean? Like the, the, this, this, <laughs> this isn't a new concept. Uh, the there's it, no live crowd, so it's possible. Yeah, I was gonna no, say with no live crowd, it's like what's the difference? I mean, look at we, we did it with Warzone, right? We did it with Warzone, and the the tough part would be to get every single player who competes to shut the fuck up. Right, not tell a girlfriend, no, no reaction, not tweets, friend. no nothing. Right, yeah, no, <laughs> no fuck this year. <laughs> Yeah, that's a that's a thing that could definitely happen. We just have to put crazy fines on it. Well, you, just put, again, you have to put them under NDA or something and, yeah, like you said, attach crazy fines to it. But I think at this point, like, if they were to do that, I think all the players and teams would be like, all right, let's just do it. Like, we'll agree to this. You know what I mean? Because it, it has gotten out of hand. Um, but we'll see if they if they make some of those changes, right? Because, it, it, I mean, was it three out of the four games so far? Somebody's gotten booted off? Am I right about that, John? Mm-hmm. Um, three of four, the three oh, I believe. Well, Joey Nubsy said that Proto was getting hit offline in the match where they got three would but he didn't actually get fully hit off. You know, he's getting sent packets. So I think that makes all four. And that happens also. I mean, we don't know who's doing this. Let me say that first of all. But that happens also when you when you uh, have betting involved in anything and they can affect it. Like you just have no idea where yeah. it's coming from. Because it's happened before in Call of Duty in the past. $100,000 bracket challenge. Now, first, I'll be the one to say, that is a fantastic idea, honestly. I thought it was very cool to get people interacting with it. I mean, this is like... Great idea. I didn't even think that this could be like a result of that. But uh, you guys think that that is probably like directly... Like somebody in that is is doing it? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I I, I think it's just people having fun, right? Having fun at 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 the misery of others, at the at the expense of others sadness and and just opportunity truly right because fucking loser whoever that is wow it's you know it's like it it sucks because this is like life-changing money for young people who have sacrificed going to college who have sacrificed building a career in whatever you know industry that they that they wanted to work in and then all of a sudden they don't have the ability to capitalize on their hard work and their, um, their their training it's 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 truly sad man um I don't know. I don't it's know. It's nothing I don't know new. What... This happened to a MLG event. I mean, we got uh, whatever it's like swatted at an MLG event. Yes, well, yeah, um, yeah Mom, da- Dallas, right? We've gotten yeah. DDoS at UMG events. They've hit off our internet. Like this has been a thing. I remember somebody. I forget who it was. I wouldn't call them out anyways. But they loaded up their Skype on the the Wi-Fi at an event once and got us all DDoS. And that was when we needed internet to run the event. So this isn't something new. It's we just need uh, bigger and better precautions. But since we only have hex for thirty more minutes, no, uh, no, no. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Oh, you're good. Okay. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm good until nine. So I'm good. You, you, whenever you guys are ready to get off, I'll be. No, ready to I was get gonna off. say because we have we have like a ton of call-ins. I, I think we need, we need to start some of these call-ins. So if Big Ben, oh yeah, that's gonna take a long time. These we, calls. If Big Ben can drag some some more people some people in here, we can get these going. But is there any other you know big topic you guys wanted to hit before we started the call-ins? Anything on your guys' minds? Um. I, my, my worry is always going to be like I, I'm glad that they spread the, the the price pool around. Obviously, it's not what it be what what is what it was going to be, and like we're experiencing why that was a good idea. Um, I don't know, man. I I if if it was me, I would put pause on the whole shit right now. Yeah, instantly right, pause right, for right now. Think, think think about it. We, we don't have any, we don't have a, dis, a distribution deal with NBC, ESPN, or people who have allocated time slots that have allocated ad spend into into those time time sh- uh, time uh, brackets so man put a pause on it right now 
You know what I'm saying? Like it, it's it's it uh, it, it's unfair it's unfair, right? For the people that, that that have lost. But man, like there's still like a lot of fucking tournaments to be played, and why not fucking push pause on it right now? Merge both of the weekends, and then just do it the 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 right way. I'm not saying that this is the right. Look, we're doing the best that we can with what we have, but man. What's the rush? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, not, the, but time, it's not a bad idea, but I mean, I'm sure you've dealt plenty with Activision legal and heard all types of Activision legal mumbo jumbo. And I was talking about this with someone. I'm not sure that they even legally be allowed to pause it with what's happened with teams that are already knocked out of the tournament and right. not restarting for fair. those teams. Right. Not it's not fair. fair to those teams. Not fair to who was it? London today who got put in the losers bracket. Why should they suffer? Like It feels like everyone should be on the same playing field, although that playing field does suck. Like, I, I don't know. It just I do agree with you, though, that a pause to the tournament probably is the best thing ever. Look, and, try, I, and figure it out. Figure out something so competition yeah. is not in question. Look, the, the fact that they that look and, and I, I, there's a separation that people need to understand and realize. Right. There, there, there's there's the league, there's Activision and there's uh, the developer. You know, what I'm saying like these are three entities working together into one thing that all I guess all fall under the Activision umbrella. Sure. But to soul, you, you can't even blame the league in a situation like this because we see uh, we, we see them coming to the table with with solutions as to how we can better do some of the shit that we're doing. The other stuff, like the developer stuff, the push pause, the the, the spawn system, like that's something completely different. You can't even blame Activision for yeah, that because it's it, you know it's, it's it's something different. Uh, and 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 for us, right? You, me, and and. Who pick one of you, me, nameless, and and, and Pac Man, right? <laughs> for for us to sit here and pretend like we know what the you know what the economics behind closed doors look like for a multi billion, I mean, fuck, man, like we yeah. don't, yeah. right? So it, it, <laughs> it, it, it's like I don't know. We 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 can only speculate and we can only fight for what we operate in, but at the end of the day, we're just a we're just a small part of a of a massive machine. Yeah, and okay. we we have to work within there. And look, think about the league. The league came up with these new these new rules for for uh, restarts on on domination. We didn't have those last week or the week mm-hmm. before that, or you know what I mean. So they're coming to the table constantly trying to trying to better this thing. And try, they don't want to be shit talked. You know, nobody does. But what what is where's where's the disconnect? What's stopping shit from being a solution? I don't know. Yeah, it's shit that we have no idea about, right? Like. like I can only imagine those arguments that are happening right now with what's coming out on Twitter, what all the teams are saying. Because you got to think these teams that paid a lot to be in our league are complaining like hell. I mean, this is realistically this is our this is our thing, right? Champs, like this is what everybody's looked forward to all year, um, and they wanted it to be executed better than you know every homestand that we've had throughout the season. And so far, we've had two days that have been very tough. So um, I'm hoping that they can pause it and move it because we got nothing but time, man. Like the new game is coming out for a, while, for a little bit and we can push this back, you know, a week, right? A week is is realistically all we need to pre-record everything, take our time, make sure every match is played out and we can air it all, right? We just yeah. need like a, even like a three-day bumper on it. That's all we need, yeah. man. We did this in, in Black Ops 3 uh, in the online league. Do you guys remember that? In Black Ops 3, people were getting booted off like crazy. We started to pre-record matches and air them, and we fixed the problem. Do you remember that, John? That was literally... that Black Ops 3 or AW? No, I know we did it in one of those titles. Black Ops 3 in our, in our online league, people were getting fried nearly every mm. single match, and they recorded the matches and aired them after that, it, and it worked. It it's, it's, might be what we have to do, um, and, and I'm hoping we do. 
Um, what attempts say, have you guys talked about a referee system of former pros or whoever to rule situations case by case could be some bad calls made, but could also be a lot of good calls maybe to replay games. That's the problem. Like they really want consistency, um, and to have former pros doing it, there's, there could be bias there. Um, I, that would be a rule set in stone. That's the problem. I don't think it it ever worked like that. No pro is gonna get in the line of fire. You know they 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 have the brand. <laughs> no way. You know, no, ex pro. Ex pro. You think ex pros are gonna be like? Uh, I, you know what? I don't know. I, I, coin flip. The coin flips behind closed doors. <laughs> oh, and then and then oh, he's hated forever, right? That fan base from all this is gonna. You know, I, I, mean, I don't know. It's, 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 no way. To me, when it's it, the only time it should ever come up at times like today, where it's actually clear to everyone involved that it just should have been replayed. Right, it, it should have been replayed. That's that should be the case. I guess there will be times where, like Hector said, you'd have to like really put yourself out there. Like I don't know. Like um, last year when when the ball went into the thing when LG lost or LG won, but Phase should have won or whatever the hell. Yeah, whatever the hell happened, we're like, dude, what? Like that one was actually like more close to fifty fifty. But if hey, it's not close to fifty fifty so. like this, yeah, it's dude. like. There's no way I'm Come taking on, that man. shot. There's just no way because imagine uh, imagine me or you, John. Right? Like, let's say we're the two referees that are that are operating this match, and we have to make the judgment call. And you know, we end up, I don't know, forfeiting. Huntsman. They're literally hating. Me. Oh my goodness! Whoa. Big Hector. Keep it going. Keep it going. With the fifty bomb, <laughs> I'm gonna keep it going. But imagine me and you forfeiting. You know. The Empire or the Huntsman or something. There's just no I way. I dare you. I dare you. Exactly. Like, there's just no way that anybody <laughs> wants to get in that line of fire. And and I, I get it. They have a rule book. And these guys, I know the guys that are a part of the League Ops. These are some really hard decisions because on one hand, you, may, you let them have the replay, right? Like, all right, at the discretion of the players. But somebody pulls that plug one time. If somebody pulls the plug one time in finals of champs, right? They'll never be picked up by anybody again. Yeah. I would personally make sure that a scumbag like that has no career <laughs> how, in a place like but that. But how, how do you know, though? How do you know, Hector? How do you know he pulled the plug? I don't know, man. Fucking somebody tattletales and shit, and we <laughs> know, and then he's gone. There's just no fucking way. Like, realistically, I thought about this, right? I was like, okay, so if I was to, if I was in finals, right, and I was just this scumbag, and 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 I, and I wanted to cheat, I could have my girlfriend turn off the power to my apartment with the click of a switch, and nobody would see her. I could have yeah. my camera set you up. You never say it out loud, you, ever. Yeah. And you could never say it out loud ever. Like nobody could. Know. My teammates wouldn't even have to know, realistically, right? So that is a thing that w- that could happen. Also, what are you gonna have, Karma? I see in the chat integrity cameras. Are you gonna have integrity cameras in my in your whole in my washroom where you could see my my switcher? Like you can't, you know? Like it's just not possible. Um, now, so. you, 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 it's it's the same it's the same debate or the same like uh, today I saw people without cameras right competing for four million dollars yeah I don't know why that's a thing why that's allowed right like everybody should have their cameras on and they should have both of the cameras on so that the people that referees in the back can see the cameras because everybody got two cameras right like the league sent out two cameras one for this one right the one that you, that you look into and the other one is looking and facing your uh, your PlayStation. Yeah, whatever. The, the, nobody should not have their cameras on right now, especially with this much money on the line. You know, luckily it was it was I mean, I don't fucking know. Right. Everybody that, that I that I've seen in the scene have been in the scene for uh, for a long time. So I, I wouldn't imagine I think it was like attached that he, he didn't have his camera on. So obviously, like I, I would never in my life expect something like that to, to be done by somebody like him. But you never know. Right. Like, never there's, know, man. You, I, I'm not, you know, not again, not in, in his position, but 
I don't know, man. Like, there, there's a lot of up and comers that are coming right now. We don't, you know, we don't fucking know. We don't know anything about a lot of these guys. A lot of money, bro. And yeah, I was gonna say there's a a lot of money to be made, even without winning tournaments nowadays. Like just being in a position to be on these teams, you're making a bunch of money. And there's just a lot of ways like that in Call of Duty you can, you know, do things like that. You could plug in a Cronus and you're the best player on the map, right? Like if you're if realistically utilizing it the right way, like there's just so many ways that you can abuse it right now. So those measures are very important. Everybody should be having multiple cameras set up. I mean, CDL sent me like three cameras myself and I'm just, I just am a floating head on the screen. So I know everybody's got a camera. It just needs <laughs> to be enforced uh, a little bit better. But uh, let's start these call-ins, man, because we got a ton down there. We might That's not get good. through all yeah, of them. Hector's, Hector's kind of popular. Jeez. So, Hector, right, I don't know if you... I'm, if pro- you I'm, probably, I'm probably the most popular person you've ever had on here, so you're welcome. <laughs> hey, we had Scump on here, right? So he's kind of like your father, so... Wait, <laughs> wait, you did? Yeah, we, right, I mind. did an episode with all of Optic once, bro. Like, like I was saying, I'm, the, I'm probably the second most popular handsome person you've had on here, so you're welcome. <laughs> all right, so we got our first call in Spec. How you doing, man? Where are you from? I'm doing great. I'm from Houston, Texas. Okay. <clears throat> yeah. What's your question, um, brother? My question for hold on, first of all, Hex, I really just it's it's great getting to talk to you. You're like an inspiration to me, man. Thank um, you. Yeah, but my question was so I've been doing a lot of thinking. I'm thinking about changing my alias. So I was wondering, <laughs> I was wondering, what are the top three aliases in the CDL? Like gamer tags, nameless PSNs, one, Pac Man. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, other than mine, <clears throat> well, I, I think I think that it's it's time to fucking put that shit to rest, man. I think people <laughs> like think about this, right? Slasher. His last name it's is Liticote. Bro, Liticote would be such a dope fucking gamer. It would be. Right. LaRue. Uh, I think Nation and I were fucking discussing it. Like, they they should totally, like, change their names to that. Hex, I've always written Hex. Since I was 13 years old, Hector, short for, you know what I mean? Man, fucking thief. There was a video game in the 80s called (laughs) (laughs) Pac-Man. Yeah, okay, but you can't, you can't, these guys can't change their aliases, though, Hector. You know what I mean? You start, they have, not anymore. They're brands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I get it. Bro, it's, it's, the thing that gets me with what you just said, Hector, is like casters and other esports, like that weren't a pro or something, and they have like a weird name, like, like, I don't know. Like, Dom, I don't even want to say the name that pops in my head, John. But, like, to have a name that's not your actual name if you're a caster, yeah. like, you can't, you just, you should not do that. If you're not a, a pro player that has a story behind your name or a semi-pro player who's been around for a while, you should go by, like, your last name or something, in my opinion. I just think it looks better. It looks more or professional. So, or a variation of it. Yeah. You know, like, I'm Rodriguez. Roddy? What's up, Roddy? He's like, oh, what up? You know what I mean? <laughs> but, uh, Spec, what's your, what's your last name? I think they removed him. Maybe spec spec gone. Uh, he's he's still in here. He's just muted. All right, I think muted? we crushed him. Sorry, right. spec. All right, <laughs> let's get the next call in in here. Like man. like John John Tupac Thug Lord. Yeah, that's an example. Oh, it's that cool. name. <laughs> I just saw him in there. Hey, man, that guy actually. That guy. That guy's pretty freaking cool. I like his yeah. stream. His um, name no, is ter- his name is a, absolutely atrocious. I don't care if it's joke. Because <laughs> if you turn it to a stream, broken. it's some white guy from like North Carolina, and he's like, "Welcome to the stream. I'll just finish eating some corn." And it just makes no sense. Yo, Gunna, if, if Scump's name was was Abney, that shit would be so dope. Um, Reminds me of Asney. <laughs> Yo, Gunna, uh, what's up, Abney. man? What's good? What's your question, what brother? 
my question is, do you think it's easier for amateur players to go pro through pool play like it was in like World War Two and stuff or through like their own little like their own tournaments? Can you repeat that one more time, please? Do you think it's easier for amateur players to go pro through like the pool play, pool play system through World War Two or like through challengers? Challengers. For- Challengers. Okay. I think this it, it's given it's clearly given some um proven amateur players light to shine. Like they're out here actually competing at champs. A lot of them had <laughs> I mean we just saw Xe today. He didn't even play a single home series, so <laughs> he's playing at champs. And he's playing at champs, yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's insane. I, think- <laughs> I mean I think I think obviously if you look at if you look at uh Draza and Hollow, that like that's a perfect example of how it can work, right? Like, not only did, did they make it, but they were shining in, yeah. in the in the last event. So it works. I think Challengers is definitely, like, the, the right way. Uh, that's one of the things that, that that has happened that's been really, really good for the scene. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think developing that uh, it w- will be better. Obviously, who fucking knows, man? I, I don't know what next year looks like. Uh, but there's definitely room for, for everybody to be. Because at some point or another... Uh, there, there will be an, an a challenger dude out there that is also like has a million subs on on uh, on YouTube, right? And that's like a fucking double whammy. Like yeah. he's good and he's got fucking advertising products. Come talk to me, brother. Yeah. Talk to me first, and then we'll see what we can do. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. All right. Well, thank you for the question. Right. Thank you for the question, my brother. All right. Thank you. Yeah. The see last later, two bro. years, challengers has been uh, producing some some really good talent. Um, I mean. You think last year some of the players that came out, and then this year, I mean, it's like nearly half our teams have a player that's come from it that's frying. Uh, Blizzard, what's up, man? Hey, what's up, guys? What's, what's up, up man? Where are you from, you man? You are always chilling. Yeah, you know the vibes, man. <laughs> All right, what's your question, Blizzard? Hey, I just got a question for uh, Hector real quick. Oh, shit. I hear, I hear something <laughs> funny coming. Hit me. So basically, um, I I just thought, uh, what did you like from the production, like content creation from the CDL this year, and uh, what you think they could do better? I think that the CDL should sit in a room with me for about a week, right, and then I tell them what we what sort of pieces of content we should do for next year, and that's what we should do, right? There's no need to complicate things. There's no, contesting the point is cool and yeah, it gets engagement, but I think that there's better way to use that talent that will, I I, I like it. I like that. We're at least trying, right. Not just as a, not just as the call of duty league, but also every individual team that's out there. Uh, I think that if, if more people stop paying attention to the numbers that are currently there and they just give it a chance to breathe, I think that people are going to more and more be affiliated with it. I mean, if, if you're from if you're from uh, Utah, right, and then your Utah whatevers are creating content that's not getting a lot of a lot of uh, traction, but you somehow come across them and you like that content, that makes you even more willing to make that your team because you're being entertained yeah. by them. Uh, I, I think the attempt is 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 good, but I think that the way that we're utilizing not only the on-air talent but also our pros. Is, is is not what it should be. So, 
Well, well, look, you know, uh, I can't do it for free. You know what I'm saying? I got to get paid. I'll give you guys a, a cool thing. So uh, COVID obviously put a really big halt in a lot of content that we would create this year. Um, and I was a part of a really cool one for Chicago. Like each event was going to have like uh, the home team was going to have its own plan, like content and stuff. And for Chicago, I don't even know if, if you know about this, Hector. I was supposed to go with Scump and Formal to a barbershop that I went to out there. And my barbers that work there, they're big Call of Duty fans. And we were going to like, they're going to get haircuts. We're going to talk about COD and the history and things like that. Um, <laughs> Um, but obviously, COVID stopped a lot of these cool things, right? So um, it, it it ruined a lot of potential yeah, that we had. Look, there. look, it's really easy to create content around the league and blah 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 blah. There's a fucking tournament on the weekend. What's happening between fucking Monday and Thursday, man? Like, there's a lot of dead air that's happening right now. There's zero reason as to why we're not uploading to the main channel. And I'm, by the main channel, I mean the league channel. Two content, two pieces of content a day. You know what I'm saying? Why aren't we as 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 uh as, as you know uh teams sort of asked to donate one piece of content to, to go up on that channel well that'd be what happens exposure what, for everyone yeah what happens then is that you get you know our fans going to check that out and if they like that series look everybody knows my number from the league i just i just let me know i'll give, I'll give you <laughs> like, like all right give me the dollars, I'll, I'll, give you, I'll give you the keys to the kingdom if you would only let me i tell that look i i i told that to to close friends that that are in the league i told that to everyone i mean if you ever need help with content holler at your boy i gotta solve that shit like this well blizzard thank you for the question that was the best thank question you. that's so actually the best question thank you stay off the weed <laughs> Yo, people in the chat were like, Matt, get a haircut? What? No, I actually texted Matt. Well, yeah, that's what I mean. He, Matt was, texted me. No, I texted him, and he said uh, he was down. He was like, I could use a cut. He's like, you trust him? I was like, yeah. He's like, sure. So I was like, let's do it, man. So we had it all planned, bro. Would have been See, the you, you, again, you, you're thinking about it and saying, all right, no. what's the you got to think about it. This is what you do. Okay, we get Seth. Uh, uh, you get you get a fade. Seth gets a fade. Formal gets fucking braids, dude. Well, well, yo, my initial thought, <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a genius. I'm a genius. Since ideas are happening, my initial thought was like, if he didn't want to get a haircut, I would just like walk out the back with a fresh hat that he always wears, just like upgraded and just hand him to like, yo, I know you're not going to get a cut. Here's the fresh hat. Yo, Raf, what's up, man? Welcome yo, to what's up, guys? the show. Where are you from, brother? Yes, sir. Uh, I'm actually from Canada, bro. Montreal. Oh, damn. That's tough. Which we, we, we need a fucking... We need a, I know. It is tough. Fucking... <laughs> we Everyone hates you here. Anyway. Uh, Hex, I love you, bro. You're the GOAT. Um, Thank you, brother. So my question is, uh, is the roster mini of this season, of this offseason, going to be as crazy as the past years? Or is there going to be much more, uh, much less action due to franchise contracts and stuff like that? Well, it, it's going to be both, I think. Right? Obviously, the 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 orgs have, a, like I said, I said earlier, a lot more more power when it comes to, to contracts, but we also don't know what's going to happen on the, on the roster size. So it could be the fucking yeah. wildest shit you've ever seen or just a moderate, but it ain't, it ain't going to be, well, I'm saying bad or, or, or good. You're not, there's not going to be no moderation in the middle. There's not going to be not something that's, that's an easy going thing in my yeah. opinion. Yep. We'll yeah, see. Right. We'll cross that bridge when we have to. Raf, but it, I yeah. think it'll be it'll be some some big shuffles for some of the rosters. So Hector, yeah. off his statement, let's just say goes forty four. Uh, who I'm not gonna say it's you, but which who is the guys that are heading this decision to release one of your guys? Like, well, I mean, I, I mean, it's unfortunate. It has to happen, obviously. The team. I'm uh, yeah. Look, uh, one of the one of the easiest jobs that I've ever had in my life, and I made it 
this way was me leaving it up to the the players to make that decision. One, I'm not in the front lines. You know, two, I'm not in I'm not spending eight hours a day with my teammates to know enough how much someone's chewing fucking annoys the whole team or how much <laughs> someone's someone's bitching or sighing or like ah or ah. I don't know, right? So I'm never ever ever we're not there yet. Surely in five years when you know the the diva the diva uh, superstars that we have now will surely have gone on to greener pastures and put out to, <laughs> to, to whatever, to steed. Uh, I don't know what, right? But at some point or another, that, that will happen. But for the time being, look, man, it, it, I don't got no beef with nobody for a reason. And that's me staying the fuck out of the fucking industry. <laughs> <laughs> it's true, man. It's the right way to do it right now is put a lot of, of trust into the team. Maybe not full trust unless you have players that, you know, that you have, but... Putting a lot of trust in the team's opinion right now is important because we've seen some teams make decisions that they wanted to make and it not work out that great. So uh, let's get the next guy in here, Ben. See who we got. Dang, bro, we got more people joining. We, we might not get through all of you guys, but you know, join on in and put your question. Look, in if, you, if we don't get to your question, just literally get mad at Nameless and, and Pack. It's their show. I have nothing to do with it. <laughs> Hello? Yo, Tesvex, what's good, man? Hey, how's it going tonight, y'all? It's going great. Man. How, are How are you? I'm wonderful. Oh. Thank you for asking. What's the question, bro? All right. So this is, of course, after we get back to land because I don't think this would work out in an online format. Um, so as we can see, we do have a, a more extended off season um, with just franchising, and that's how it is. So what if we extended the regular season with something like this? So with our championship bracket. With the final four, you could do something like the NBA does. They do game sevens, but we could just do game fives still with a series of five. Just think about it. Huntsman phase, grand finals, down 0-2. It's confusing. Map count, 0-2 series count, and then get, getting fully reverse swept. I get what you're saying. That's way too much COD, and that's too confusing. Are you right. saying spread out the days of no, the match? He's, he's saying like a best of five series would, really, would realistically be five series. So let's say yeah, I so beat the Huntsman 3-2, and then I beat them 3-0, and now I'm up 2-0. Oh, that's okay, way too much. Way okay, too much that's COD. a lot of COD. I thought he meant breaking down like, oh, we're playing hardpoint today. Yeah, <laughs> no. yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, I was confused. That's all. Like 5BO5. Like, you wouldn't do right? it days. Yeah, but still, like, you, you're turning it into baseball, man. Like, one of the reasons baseball is declining in viewership oh, is because true. it's so goddamn long. And you're also out in the heat, man, here in Texas. Oh, man, I don't know how the Rangers sell. <laughs> yeah. so I've been out there, and I'm like, when the, when the White Sox came to play, me and my brother went out there, and we were looking. And look at the skin I'm in, okay? I'm built for that shit, and I still was not good Can I just I say one thing why that, that would be terrible? Imagine there's a lopsided match, and somebody just wins 3-0, 3-0, 3-0. Like, nobody wants to watch that shit. Like, by the time it's 6-0, it's like, alright, man, seriously? Yeah, but that's why you you would do it, like, in days, though, wouldn't you? Yeah, but then who okay, do they scrim we'll, as the tournament goes on? Ah, why don't you just ex- why wouldn't they just extend the series like if, if that's what you want to see is more cod why not just make it a, <laughs> a best of 11 and play every single map well that way that. you try to sell more tickets from like a gm standpoint uh, i get i don't know you have to also you rent out like, three days in a row or, yeah, th- or however long three weekends in a row whatever it is you, you there's a lot that goes into it i like the idea of more of more cod um to make the season longer but there's other ways we could realistically do uh stuff with cod right so um i think 
you know, we have we could have, you know, an exhibition tournament after the season said and done in the dead time where players do a draft or something and we get different players from different teams playing together. Hey, there's awesome opportunities, you know, after the season's done, but it doesn't have to be extending the series or, you know, champs format. Because uh, right now we already got two weeks, right? So I do like that you're time. thinking out of the box, though. I do like Thank that. Thank you. Active Blizzard could also do more um, throwback <laughs> tournaments and actually host them. Uh, that's a whole different yeah. ball game. Thank you for the question, <laughs> yeah. Tess. I appreciate it. Yeah, have a good night. You too. It's Thanks, it's man. really cool to see uh, some of the fans like coming in with like their own innovative ideas. We need people thinking like that. Uh, unfortunately for him, I don't think that logistically that makes sense. But I like the thought. Coleman, what's up, man? Hey, what's up, going? What's going on, guys? You um, my question. My, um, my question is, um, how big, how big you think that moment is? Um, how big that moment is for Dashy last night? And going going forward in his career, like oh, Hector, I, I don't I don't think that that there's ever any doubt in 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 his talents, right? Uh, yeah. So I don't know I don't know if it, if it affected it. I mean, obviously, you know, the, the kid's good, obviously, right? Uh, uh, he's really good at that map. Like I don't know, right? I yeah. I I personally don't think that it it I don't think it changes anything, right? It was it was a cool moment that that everybody lived. Nobody yeah. has ever doubted that he's like a, a, a top tier talent. So I don't think that. You know, it, it it didn't even prove it, right? Like, it, it, did it surprise anybody that he was gonna <laughs> no. fucking go off? Everybody was already talking about like how good he was gonna do, and you, you, he went out and did it. So yeah, it's crazy to me that he's on the bench. Doesn't make any. I, I don't know. I but mean, it just shut. Yeah, I don't know. It, it, it goes back. It, go, it, got it goes back to the chemistry, right? Yeah, just, yeah, just exactly. Well, think about the situation time. for Dashi Coleman. <laughs> when he's at his best, he's just having a good time, right? And that's, clearly, that's he wasn't having yeah. a good time when he was on the team. The team wasn't great, and his vibes are terrible. He comes in straight out of the bed, fries because he's having a great time, right? It's his time to shine, and he's great. So it's just like if you put him into a good system where he's having good vibes and he's happy with practice and enjoying it, he's going to be fantastic. And I think that's where they struggle with him all season long is they couldn't you know like for him they couldn't please him throughout the year right so he just yeah. needs to he needs to be in a good mindset to perform yeah i think him and slasher that it like counts there it didn't probably didn't mesh well the seriousness and the just messing around that uh dashy like not messing around but having a good time dashy likes to do well thank you for the question yep. coleman uh, all right fun. later fellas appreciate it all right. all right let's get the next one in here kill it join up man he's been (laughs) oh man vonderhaar elite vonderhaar elite this guy's notorious hector oh does his mic messed up today no can you hear me holy shit i can hear you uh uh i'm on like a speaker right now let me why am i bigger uh ben left our producer left the call okay can you hear me yeah. What just happened to the thing? My our our right. producer so, the call. Oh, he lagged out. And he ruined so I'm everything. Kinda like, uh, I'm kinda way, like, uh, way to be bad. All right, I'm dragging him uh, out of here. Yeah, please do. Yeah, you're, you're, yeah, yeah. We just had so you many technical difficulties. This is this is why live sometimes doesn't work pre-record. <laughs> um, but we'll get the next one here. Jake, what's up, man? Jake. Jake. Hello, hello. What's good, man? What's up, man? Look What's at that. Two of me. Doing, bro? Awesome. <laughs> uh, yeah, for sure. Uh, I was going to ask you guys, um, since the CDL announced their new free agency rules next year and for the offseason with the whole 14-day contracts thing, 
Do you guys think we'll see a more interesting, like, viewer-friendly roster mania, or is it going to stay more, like, together like it did this year? Um, viewer-friendly. Do you mean, like, kind of like how ESPN's always telling you what's happening, what pieces are going where, something like well, that? Well, I mean, like, like it was, like, in the past when you would see just players going all over the place like crazy. I'll tell you what, that is the one thing I wish we did uh, is, like, better coverage of that during the offseason. I would love – to be you know on a show talking about roster moves and rumors and things like that but one uh we aren't fed that information fast enough to as as on our talent to be able to do it um and two we just we haven't covered it because teams keep it so quiet and then it just kind of happens out of the blue at times um and there's also been this thing where it's like you're leaking roster stuff you can't do that right but in sports they talk about rumors (laughs) all the time so, yeah, wait, Hector, you're a big guy on uh, not leaking roster stuff? Look, the, the reason it works for traditional sports is because they don't create content on a weekly basis that serves their fan base, right? They, they don't have a way of announcing that shit. So it works in, this, in, in that case scenario. But for people like me who make a living off of making people feel something out of the content that's being created and distributed on a weekly basis on YouTube.com forward slash Huntsman, you get to really feel something that's different. So I don't know. I'm always going to be anti-leaks. Uh, especially if they're mine or the they have rumors, to do with stuff. Like that. Rumors create hype, though. You know what I mean? hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are the rumors in COD like ever false? They don't. Like, <laughs> it's such a small, tight knit community. Usually, yeah, they're so, true. So, Hector, are you against like CDL Intel? You think all that stuff like doesn't help at all? Uh, look, man. If it's CDL Intel on any other team, that's not mine. And that's you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think it's cool. <laughs> if, it, if it's on my, and, and the reason I say this is because I think that I can deliver that 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 message a little bit better than they can because i just literally just type type out a message do i think there's a need for them absolutely there's 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 room for everybody to create anything around this around any of this thing nobody's created you know uh, think about the amount of ancillary business that can be created off of a traditional sport imagine what we can do in a digital realm like it is in call of duty if we're able to clear the ip rights and all that shit but I do think that my way of delivering uh, an announcement is better than having being delivered on a tweet, man. There's no emotion. You read that shit, you're like, ah, fuck, spoiler alert. (laughs) I think you're right, Hector, but you guys are the most open CDL team. So if we don't get any news from the other CDL teams, the only thing we have is the leaks. I'm, so like, I'm, I'm know, with it. People don't even know point. rosters. That's a good point. Until like like Florida didn't announce a roster until like the season was like starting. Remember? Oh, so, I forgot about that. Like, that is well, a all problem. the pros knew, but it was like, yo, are you guys ever gonna get this done? That, <laughs> you guys that have an announcement that irritated me because those are things that like we wanted to talk about on the show. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. there's a sweet spot in the middle where like you're still able to deliver the announcement, but then there's also rumors and stuff going around where you're talking about it um, and. Maybe it was more difficult because going into the year, you had to have your roster finished and from 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 scratch pretty much. And now you know a roster, you know what they could potentially do. So maybe you'll see more uh, this year, Jake. I don't think it'll be as silent as it was last year because this was the inaugural season. Everybody started their roster from scratch. So um, there'll be a little bit more information if I was. Well, that would be exciting. Thank you for the All question. Right, thank you. All right, thank you. That was a good question, too. We have some good yeah. questions coming in today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Appreciate it, guys. I'm just wondering how it's possible because if it's if I come into a show and I go, rumor has it, people are just going to go, that's a fact. You know what I mean? Like they're just going to believe. Well, that. yeah, because you get your information direct from the source. That's all. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, generally average. What's up, man? Hey, how you guys doing? Doing good. Good, man. Question, good. Bro? <laughs> yeah. Sorry about the background noise. I'm outside on a walk. Um, nice. But 
My question is, <laughs> with the new rules that have been instated, uh, like next year for the rosters and the substitute positions, do you think there's going to be more academy teams? This year, there was like, I think I think Optic and Gunjar had some kind of academy team. Minnesota had some kind of academy team. And also FaZe had some kind of academy team. But these academy teams never really did anything, right? Maybe they placed top four in some. I know FaZe Academy did pretty well. But other than that, there wasn't much results-wise from these teams. So with the rules next year, do you think more teams will instate an academy team to build up talent? And will that be good for the league? Because... The fact is, is the amateur scene is very volatile. Let that be players moving. Let that be org scamming players. Um, <clears throat> so will this also add some kind of like organization to the amateur scene? Uh, Hector could uh, take point on this. Uh, we, you- we don't have one. And, and it wouldn't work for us because obviously, think about this. We'd be literally building up personali- personalities for them to move on to another team and bring... Uh, the, the issue with building personalities is the fact that when you build somebody that when you co-work on something, right, and you build each other's fandom to whatever you know a- amount, if that player leaves, he's going to take some of those fans with. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And it's 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 difficult in situations like that. So for us, it wouldn't work at all to have a to have an academy team. Um, I don't I don't think anything will ever change my mind unless certain things happen, but. I don't think that could work for somebody like 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 me. I right. think that so, both teams agree with you. I mean, you said there was three or four academy teams, but realistically, there was only one, and it was the Atlanta based yeah. team, and they did really well. So, I mean, in their scene, but I don't think that they're building those players up. Though I'm pretty sure the Atlanta based team is happy with their professional roster. So, it's right, a, a lot of these teams are in weird. The people you want to build that. up are like your sub sub players, right? Like. I mean, it might be a good idea for teams that are not performing well this year to maybe go and grab an academy team and, and build them up and, and try to groom replacements and, and the process of building a very good team in the future. But the teams at the top, it doesn't really make a lot of sense in my mind to have a, an academy team. If you have a very good team and your outlook for the next few years is solid, um, I, I just don't think it, it would make a ton of sense for the things both of them just said. I, I agree with you for the top teams, right? But in other esports, you see this in League of Legends, Overwatch, whatever the case is, you see that teams that are struggling, especially in, this has happened in League of Legends recently, where the bottom tier teams pulled out like entire rosters from academy team and placed them to league. What this does is sort of like rejuvenates not only the teams that are doing really bad, but on top of that, what it does, is it creates an environment for amateur players to learn the professional game, right? Like, the professional game isn't just sitting there and grinding for eight hours. The professional game is dealing with management, dealing with media, dealing with all these things, you know, learning to say the right thing at the correct time, right? So, that's, I feel like at the same the time, issues that some people have, like, go ahead. At the same time, you just teach those guys that in like a week or two as soon as you put them on the roster. Oh. Hex has dealt with people like that all the time. And they learn. People learn, right? When you put the money in front of them, it's like, you got to do this or it's not going to happen. And, and they will learn. Go ahead, John. I was going to say, I like, uh, I like what he's saying. He makes a decent point. Yeah. But in those esports, too, you got to remember that they're playing the same game for years on end. And in COD, you don't have that kind of time to develop people. Like, if you're not good at, you know, whatever the next iteration of COD is, Cold War quickly, we don't have time to build you up in the same sense they, they can in League of Legends and Overwatch and Counter-Strike and these games that are the same game. You have yeah. to pick it up and just we just keep it moving in COD, like uh, Hector said earlier. We reskin, we keep it moving, period. <laughs> like, you just... <laughs> 
but hey, i do but, like yo generally rate. average we could all be wrong though right like we could that that's it's it's a fantastic uh idea and and We'll see in COD, it, it hasn't worked that great so far, but it's not a big sample size. So we'll see uh, when teams do it, if it works out. But uh, th- thank you for the idea and coming here with some knowledge. Appreciate yeah, it. Thank you, guys. Thank you, for, thank you for having me in. Have a good one. All right. Let's get to the next one. Yo, the CODcast fans are smart, men. I like I like the, this, gr- <laughs> this group we got going on right now. So Shout far, out. so good. So far, so good. So far, so good. It only takes one, though. <laughs> uh, is he back? He's back. Vonda Harley, have you fixed your mic situation? Hello? Yo, what's there you up, are. man? What's up, brother? Yo, what's up, man? What's up, uh, Hector? What's up? <laughs> hey, man. So my question is for you today. Also, I'm kind of like like tweaking right now because, you know, like me and the boys. Um, so, Hector, I'm asking you. Um, so, like, for Corona, because you know how we have Corona, if you heard. Um, <laughs> like, like you know, like everyone's trying to stay safe, be like hella sanitary. That's why Nameless was looking fresh today on the stream. Um, so I wanted to ask about like hygiene because like you know people are hella roasting esports all the time and like oh like these dudes don't shower. So has Scump been showering? Yes. I don't know. Fucking so know. would Maybe. you say <laughs> so Scump's been showering? So uh, would you say he's washed? Mm, I would. He's very. He's very. Look, right. I, just, he, right. I, I, want, I want to be clear on something. Okay, I saw this coming a mile away. I was looking at my. I was looking at my nails, waiting for the punchline. The accent. The accent completely gave it away. I'll tell you one thing. For a washed individual, for a washed individual, as you're calling him. You I know. I asked you. You, should, you, you, you were calling him, bro. You should. No, no, you, you were calling. I didn't even say it, bro. I'm just here asking a question, bro. I'm just like a sweet old child. Yeah. You're hilarious. Anyway, so look. Yeah, you're welcome. Uh, look, call him what it is. He's carrying an entire esport on his back. You don't want to exactly. see what it looks like with him not competing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Keep scumming not, around. Not, I, I didn't call him much, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, look, anyway, look, Hector. Listen, the, the, accent, the accent's pretty cool, man. Thank you. All right, yo, Vanderhart, thank you for All the right. question, bro. Well, well, real quick. All right, oh, you got no. 10 seconds. Uh, got so, Hector, seconds. I just want to... Hello? Yeah, 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 yeah go, you're here. Go. Yeah, Hector, I just want to appreciate you real quick. Like, I think you've you worked pretty hard at uh, NRG and Optic and uh, uh, Huntsman. And, like, you've worked on yourself, too. Like, I think you're actually doing pretty great by getting in shape. Um, do you have any tips for Porter? Uh, okay. All right. All right. Shut up, Shut up, Shut up, That guy is notorious. He's our one troll, dude. Right after we said the questions have been knowledgeable, they've been on point. Yeah. Yo, Hector has handled that like a pro. All right, Damon's in here. What's up, Damon? This is Damon. The, the, the thing, like, you can always see it coming a mile Yo. away. You know what I'm saying? What's <laughs> up, Damon? You can see it coming a mile away every single time, something like that. I, I, I want people to replay this, right? As soon as I heard one little tone come out of that, I immediately started looking at my nails. I'm like, all right, here we go. When is the punchline <laughs> fucking coming? He said, "Would you say he's washed?" <laughs> yeah. So the the other thing the other thing on, on on that is like last year I fucking no bullshit. Uh, my phone. I was on I was on my phone typing in a in a in a chat, and I wrote, "Yo, something something slump," or he did something. I wrote slump instead of scump, and at the time they were saying that he was on the slump. So you know, it's like he's he's used to it. He he don't give yeah. no shit. Gosh, Yo, fucking- Damon, welcome, bro. Unmute. Hi, hi. Making okay, your second question. guest appearance. Yeah, I'm a, uh, I was in the waiting room for a question because okay. I was thinking about this, right? Okay. So I'm going to use like, okay, there's probably two examples for this question. Like somebody in the chat said MV World War II, and I'm going to use like my team this year, for example. So 
the game comes out, right? The teams are, you have to have your team locked in before the game comes out. Then there's like a three or four month period until the team actually starts or the game or the league actually starts. I think personally that like, maybe like personally, I always thought like you should allow the teams or at least people play the game uh, before they like predetermine pick a roster. Like you have, you're forced to pick a roster without even playing the game. And we've mm. seen in the past that, like, it hasn't always been successful. Like, yeah. some teams, yes, or maybe majority, it works. But, like, for the ones that don't, like, you'll just never, you'll you'll never know. So, like, how do you... period? But, oh, but, but what do you do with contracts and stuff, Damon, when you do that? Do you just say, yeah, like, man, okay... You're free for now. The season doesn't start for, like, four months. Like you're sitting there doing nothing. Yeah, but then you get into that problem where it's like the season's about to start. It's like, all right, yo, you know what? Let's just wait, right? Let's let people play and wait. And then every like four other teams are like, well, these motherfuckers are waiting. Let's just throw a million dollars at this guy, six hundred at this guy. Let's just scoop up all these good players. And then they that that's and that's then, the problem with that though. You know what I mean? In my like, I could see why people wouldn't want to wait because then you get in a situation where you're. I mean, left, they don't have leftovers. To. Yeah, but if you're a player, Damon, right, and you're not like guaranteed to be making a ton of money you're gonna sign a contract if you if you get a good offer and they meet what you want you're gonna sign it right okay and then you and then you you play and you guys are god awful all right so then what what are you saying like trades yeah i mean trades you have challengers would allow you to like do something like a like a like about it i don't know like i said i'm coming from like a built-in grace period for I just, I just the think like there's, there's too much empty space. Yes. From like the time teams are made, and then you, then the game, then you have to wait for the game, and then you have to wait like four or five months for the actual league to start. Yeah. It's I mean, like I there's guess, nothing in between. I guess you're like way, forced to do it. I guess the well, way you can do fair. it is you could lock the teams. I'll say this one thing: you could lock the teams uh, until two months into the new game starts, and then. You know, you have like two months before the season starts to get all your roster stuff done. That way, uh, stuff isn't happening during the off season. It's actually happening when the game comes out. You get what I'm saying? And that'd yeah. be like the only way I, I see it happening. It's like, all right, you're locked. You can't make any moves. Game comes out. One month goes by. Now you can make moves. Yeah. The, the thing there, though, is like it's not like people didn't prepare for some sort of meta. Everybody prepared two subs and a and a flex considerably. Uh, so it's not like people didn't prepare for something like that. So if you're talking from a chemistry standpoint, that's something completely different. And look, I would want nothing more than to not pay y'all motherfuckers for like four months. I'm cool. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, but I just feel like some sort, like even like Donnie and chat, like look how much they improve, but like, actually, I don't know. I'm just saying from bad experience and like how other teams were like, it just, it almost makes like, you know how the guy was saying in league, or even just in league in general, like the bottom teams, they just they stay like that, and there's literally nothing they can do. And I mean, we were kind of like that. What is uh what what's the downside to what I said, guys? I, I'm trying to think. Like, what if you did just lock the teams until a month into the game, and then had a three month roster move period before league started? Because how are the teams gonna how are they gonna practice? What you're saying into a month into the game, who are they practicing oh, yeah. with? I don't even you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, who are they playing the so game with when the game drops? Look at all the all the car wash assets that the league needs to create in order for do in the the in order to you know obviously have graphics and 
all that shit. So you have an idea, and there's like ten things that shoot it down. You know, it's just hard. I mean, it is hard. It is hard. It sounds like a good idea, but then like, uh, what was I gonna say? Uh, you guys just messed me up. I don't even know what I was gonna say now. <laughs> well, Damon, well, the, you the can thing, hang the, out. The, Damon, Damon, the, the the solution for that is that there's zero reason, zero absolute reason as to why every pro player that is a starter uh, in every single team doesn't get access to the game a month before release to or yeah. two mo- a month and a half before oh. release to do that. If if we're going down that route just to get people to play that way, at least you can have a conversation with the with you know with hmm. the, with the with the orgs and say, hey, yo, this this shit ain't gonna work. And it's also not going to work with that team. So let's try to make something happen before the, the season starts. Oh, and by the yeah, way, this shit says, does anyone I know? Remembered, if- I remembered. That- I was just going to say, maybe my thing's kind of flawed because normally we don't have a competitive rule set for like <laughs> oh, how long. Yeah, that's so, I, so I guess I yeah, it, it gets even worse with but what I was suggesting. If you did it with Hector's way, it, do are, com- are custom game servers open before the game releases to the public? Does anyone know that? Well, so, yes, so they, if they are, did re- Yes, there's, there's friends and family uh, rooms uh, all the, all throughout. I think uh, alpha beta. Um, what my, my suggestion there was more of a like a wish that maybe one day it would happen. But obviously, you know, like like me, Activision wants to release the content the way that they want to release the content because they feel that they that they can deliver the message better than somebody else. But in a situation like this. I mean, if you think about how many years we've gone with with pro players going out to play the game, how many times has there been leaks, right? Every single leak that has come out has come from people breaking the code, cracking the code, and getting into yeah, into uh, hasn't been pros. Services. It hasn't been pros, uh, right? So I don't know. I, I think there's definitely a possibility. There's definitely a way to do it. It's just whether or not the artist, which is the the the, the developer for that particular game, is going to be trustworthy. It's going to have enough trust in the players that are going to be coming out to visit uh, to not leak any of the cool shit that's going to be happening. Because and again, it also gives us a cool opportunity, right? Like we got a month to be like, this shit's broken, by the way. So patch one, let's uh, let's try to fix this. <laughs> yeah, I guess more it was just like it was kind of like me wishing, but it was almost it was also like imagine like another like I'll use CS:GO for example. Like their season ends. They know they're playing the same damn game, right? So, like, if they do want to make changes, they're like, all right, we we have, like, a year. We'll base it off last year, like, assuming it's just one year. We, we base all last year, and then it's like, all right. So, like, we can pretty much immediately make changes knowing that nothing's going to be different. We're just swapping out a player or something, right? And I, I don't know. Maybe that's just me wishing because, like, we don't have that opportunity where we are playing the same game. And I don't, I don't know. Personally, I feel from the, all the CODs we've played, like generally they're usually pretty different. Like this in Black Ops 4, I'd say kind of similar in a way, but not really. But like yeah. they're, they're all different. There's usually always something different and it does change like some of the players. Like, you know, not too drastically sometimes, yeah. but I don't I know. Mean, it, like it, I said, it, it was it more of cool. a me wishing and I feel like it would be a really good thing, but... It's oh, just with, with COD, it, it, we're, the, we're the first to do this with a new game every year. So um, there's different ways to tackle it. But right now, it's just what we got to deal with because I was thinking about both the options we provided. And I don't think either one of them would realistically work. But uh, let's get the next one here. Yo, thank you for the question, Goat. You can stick around if you'd like. Uh, that's fine. I, I just wanted to see how everyone took it. But, Thanks, yeah. Damon. Thank you. Yep. Thanks, Damon. 
Yeah, it sounds to me like some of us trying to come back and compete. You know, like, yeah, I mean, he's, he's trying to admire him. Think about his year. His year that'll never so go tough. away. Yeah, that, that'll never go away. You, he's frying in Warzone, by the way. He's been making it to finals a lot of these tournaments. Dude, he's 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 Same. a fucking br 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 legend, dude. Yo, Sway, <laughs> what up, bro? Hello. What's good? It's good, Sway. Where are you from? I'm from San Diego. Greatest place California. in America. What's your 100%. question? It's all right. So my question is regarding um, two hex um, and regarding um, champs. And this is more of just like an just more of an understanding question. Because um, I know in the Overwatch League, um, they're having that their top four teams are flown to a, another area in order to be played champs there. So I know as an owner of both the Franchise League, is, was there ever a discussion with the CDL owners to have something similar? Because I know they're not playing on a LAN necessarily, but they're playing in like an online, like in hotels preferably, I think. And they'll be in the same area. So, you know, ping won't be that bit much of an issue. So I was wondering if the CDL owners ever had a, a discussion regarding that. We 100% had discussions about having the four the final four fly to a place to compete in land. Obviously we weighed the, you know, the ability to do that versus someone ultimately passing away due to COVID. So uh, we, we chose the, obviously the, the, the only decision that was there, right? The, the, let's not risk it. Let's not, let's not put anybody in danger because if we left it up to the players, you think that these guys wouldn't have said, no, let's go, let's all go. Let's all go. But we, obviously, as team owners, all, some agreed, some didn't. We discussed every single option that we could have done. Everybody said, okay, we'll put them in private planes. We'll, sh we'll, we'll shuttle them over to wherever. We will rent out an entire, uh, you know, whatever. We, we literally sat for two weeks straight trying to figure out whether or not Champs was going to be um, online or, uh, or, or on land, right? So we for two weeks, no bullshit. Uh, we, we all sat, all 12 owners, as busy as they are, they all showed up. They all showed up with the league. The league showed up. Everybody weighed the options, and ultimately, we just we just couldn't. But was there discussions? Absolutely, yes. Okay, yeah, it just it's just interesting to see because, um, like, the Overwatch League, they have, like, a pause feature, and, like, ping isn't that much of an issue. So it was just interesting to see that they came up with that solution as opposed to CDL. But, yeah, it's good to know. Thank you so much. Thank You're you. You're welcome. Thanks Thank for you for your question. Have a good one, Swipe. All right, so we're going to do three more call-ins. So for those of you who joined up, thank you guys. If we didn't get to your question, you got next week. But uh, let's what's get the next that? one here. Yo, <laughs> Matthias, what's up, man? Nothing much. Uh, my question was, uh, okay, so you know in traditional sports, there's divisions and they create riv rivalries. So assuming the league expands to 16, would you guys be for creating like four team divisions? Um, I think it'd be I, cool. I, well, th didn't we do that already in uh, in, in Ohio where people would fly in for like? Oh yeah, yeah we, we did. Do that. We mm -hmm. just like group, like two groups, right? Group A, just group B, shitty groups. Yeah, I'm not sure there's enough good teams for you to create rivalries in a short time span. I think that would take years. Well, that make I mean, yeah, but I mean that's what, the, that's what the franchise is about. It's about like it's 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 setting a like a precedent for upcoming CODs, right? Well, so I'm in you favor want of that. Those I'm in favor of that because I think you do. You just play the teams in your group more often, but uh, you have crossover matches still throughout the season. You know, what I mean, like you, you let's say like I play uh, Chicago three three more times than I play another team, right? I think that that would be cool. And then you just have divisions, and then like top two from each make it. And then we have like wild card aspect. Yeah, I think it would make our esport very cool. So I'm in favor of it. I think we can make a good show out of it, and it could create a lot of uh, rivalries. Correct me if I'm wrong, though. They do that in traditional sports because of travel, right? 
So I don't know. Normally, why. no, no. Normally, yeah, like it's, it's quote unquote it's Pacific productive. Division is like a bunch of teams in California or Arizona, shorter flights. So that's the teams mm-hmm. are playing more. I don't even yeah. know if in COD that we have we even have like location issues like that really, or or enough teams in certain spots where that's even. How would you make your divisions? That's I think that's why they do it that way in sports. And look, I'm, I'm yeah, and look, I'm I'm I've always been very boisterous about the fact that I don't like the fact that there's regional uh, opportunities. I, I operate within it because that's what the rules uh, that's what the rules are. But any single time that I create a piece of content, or every single time that we're out there, we're not you know we're we're going out there for the world, right? We're not out there just representing one city. Uh, and, and I think that if we sort of went away from that and said everybody moved to Texas and we have this like true like Mecca of call of duty where everybody has like that. And then we have a traveling circus where we'll go the same, the same way MLG used to do it. I think that like, that's, that's a little bit uh, more, more feasible. And I think it would it, it'd be better, right. For content creation during the week to really grow a league to, to a, to a size that would be, that'd be good. That would have several like monster teams because of the amount of, of opportunity there I like here. that. You meant Argument. California though, not Texas, right? The argument. No, have, have, have you seen the taxes in California? <laughs> <laughs> See, but like Hector, the wildfires. There's, I mean, there's sports yeah, teams it, that are world. You teams. can't even go outside in Texas. Like yes, the, <laughs> the Yankees are. It's gonna hurt a little bit, but you can go outside. <laughs> Hector, the Yankees are a global brand. Like Cowboys are global now. Brand. Now, yeah, but it's it can yeah, be. But that's done. what I was saying. Like, that, that took forever, right? That took so long. And 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 they didn't have the internet when they first started. You know, True. it's it's uh. Uh, look, in, in the 90s, I, I cheered for the Packers because Brett Favre was my favorite quarterback, unless they played against the Bears, obviously. And, but but right, even even right there, right? Like yeah, the, the Packers lost out on a fan because I'm from a city and it was that. Instead, if it was just the Packers versus the Bears instead of the, you know, the Green Bay Packers versus the Chicago Bears. Different conversation I like, the, different I like the city thing, though, because you could not know anything about anything. And then you're like, I want to be a fan of that. You know, like I don't know shit about hockey, but I was like, I got to be a Blackhawks fan. So I started to watch it and I became a big fan of it. So I don't know. I, I mean, it I work. Yeah. Both sides. Yeah. Yeah. Same. Does it work? Absolutely. Obviously. Right. But we 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 should take we should take uh, a little bit of the of of the strategy that traditional sports have have set, you know, already in the in the in the last hundred years. But we should at some point sort of re rethink the way that that's being ran and then apply it to whatever we're doing. And right. I don't think that that, that for me, obviously, obviously I come from a way different situation. Um, haven't built a global brand and all, you know what I'm saying? But it, was, <laughs> it, it could work. Right, well, thank you for the question, Matthias. Right. Appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, can I say one more thing? Uh, free John and be safe. All right. Well, I think John will be able to play next year. So he would yeah, have helped a, the surge doing a okay. lot. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's get the next one in here. Can we Hector brought up taxes? Like, Wait, come on. It, uh, come on. <laughs> Dude. Have you ever heard of Joe Rogan? Yeah. Do you know I think why? So. Do you know why he didn't accept his payments from Spotify right off the rip when the contract was? Was created? he moving? He's moving to Austin. He's probably moving to Austin this week. What a genius. Uh, he moved he's he's moving his LLC to Austin. Austin. He's like, yo, 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 don't pay, don't pay me yet. Don't pay, pay me. <laughs> Wait, is he still putting his podcast on YouTube though? Like, yeah. uh, okay. no, uh, until the end of the year, I think. Yeah, oh, until man. the end of the year. I'll, I'll move over to Spotify to, to listen to him. All right, yo, Mitch Dubs, what up, brother? What's up, guys? How's it going? Listen, in theory, I'm not accusing Joe of evading taxes, okay? I'm just in theory. All right. <laughs> What's up, brother? Hey, how's it going? What's the question, bro? Chilling. 
Um, real quick before I get to my question, uh, Hex, I was at actually at the very first uh, book signing at that Barnes & Noble, yeah. uh, whatever suburb it was, and I, I'll never forget this. So I was like, we're, me and my buddy were like 10th and 11th in line, right? And so the way when they had us all come down, um, the way they had it set up, we were kind of stuck behind like this big bookshelf. And this is like right about the time that you guys all came out with the cameras, right? Everyone comes out of that little room. Everyone's rec- like recording everything. So like, oh, I, I got to get, I got to see, I got to see. So I grabbed this little stool that they had set up to like reach up for books. And I stood up on the stool and I, I'm peeking over the shelf, right? And then I see you and we lock eyes. And then you're like pointing at me and you have, this, you have this huge ass grin on your face. And I'm like, yo, that's a man. Yo, that, that's something I'll never forget. <laughs> that, that was such an awesome I, memory. But I remember it. I remember, I remember your face. I remember exactly what you look like. No, I'm kidding, yeah. but I do, I do remember because I did I, in, in the video, you see some head peeking on the other mm-hmm. side. Yeah, you, you gave me a compliment <laughs> on my shirt I was wearing too. I had the, the OG um, Nate Shot Bang Bang Wing going out like that t shirt on. Yeah. What a yeah, memory. Um, you <laughs> no, yeah, dude. And never forget it. What's the um, question, bro? Yeah, so um, basically, my question goes back to a little bit more of the old school COD. Um, I have, and all you guys can answer it nameless and pack more from like a player's perspective. Um, and then hex from more like of a viewing perspective. Oh, I played um, too. Okay. At some point. <laughs> well, not, 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 not that long ago. <laughs> no disrespect. Uh, um, <laughs> but, uh, so my question is, what are you guys thoughts on the old school player booths? Like, did you, do you guys think that they, they did you like them? Like, what, what are your thoughts on the, the oh. booths that the players used to be in? Oh, I had to uh, first, but. I, I look. I don't think. I don't think there's the. I don't like them. I, I want. I want players to hear the noise. I want players to be able to get up and scream at the crowd. I want. I want. I want to be able to hear somebody scream to the other team. Ghost that, champs, though that that octagon we had was fire. Yeah, that thing was sick. I'll never forget Facento standing up and just screaming at the other side of the, that the stage, octagon. To this day, <laughs> is like one of the best stages in esports, in my opinion. It had giant screens left and right. It was elevated. That. Like that shit was dope in the AW champs too. Same one. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. The champs ones are done different though, so they'd have to be done extremely correct. Because I'm not gonna lie to you, there was a tournament. Uh, uh, we were playing someone, and we were in that booth, and I wasn't cheating. I had both my headset on, blasting, trying to hear everything, and I'm like, dude, I can mm-hmm. hear them talking. Like, I can yeah. hear the, I can hear what the callouts. Like I'm like, dude, he's he's coming to your left. He's coming post alley. I just heard him say it. I was like, did I just cheat? I'm not really sure. Yeah. But I can't ignore the fact that you said it and I heard it, if you know what I mean. It's just like the yeah. boosts weren't perfect. And like yeah. Hector said, there wasn't there was no team to team interaction going on. Yeah. I'm, yeah. A, I'm pretty I'm old school in the sense that I don't mind. I like the, the other team sitting across from from me. And like, I feel like that's always been cool at events to be able to see the teams going at it. Like, I don't know. That's pretty awesome. I'm not mm-hmm. the biggest fan of the booths. Seeing the pain that you cost somebody else. <laughs> like, oh, I feel great. Yo, just go back and look at Ghost and AW soundproof booth on the main stage. Shit was fire. Uh, no, those were definitely were. Those were but, good. Uh, but it's some dying. of the, the the other booths smelled like shit, bro. I'd walk in there. <laughs> they'd be like, yeah, you guys got to clean yeah, this up. Nate yeah, shot left and uh, were sweating like crazy in bro, there. Nade would leave yeah, uh, empty Red Bull cans and banana peels in the booth every time he was done playing. He'd be like, what? Somebody just cleaned this shit up for me. I'm like, dude, this smells horrible, bro. <laughs> Did you ever go? Oh, wait, no, you were on Saints team. If you ever go play after Saints team, he didn't even pick up his own shit out of the booth. Yeah. Like at the time, Sydney would come pick up his controller out of the booth. <laughs> and I'd be like, not if you don't get your lazy ass up and get this shit out of here. Oh, yeah. my right. God. Thank you, Dubs, for the question. Yep. Thanks for having me, guys. Thank you, thank you. We're going to do one last question. Let's see who gets lucky. Ben, bring him in here. Who we got? Benny boy. 
he's done an all right job this today. Yeah, Yo, it's not as bad as normal. Matt, what's man. up, man? Last question. Make it hot. What's the question? Yo, what is good? I have a question for Ant and John and uh, and Hex. All that's us. all right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you yeah, saw yeah, three yeah. separate questions? Three separate questions. No, Look, no, you're no, last, no, 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 you're, no. You're the last question, so go ahead, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, okay, so I wanted to know uh, what, like, the year two of CW, uh, C, uh, CWL, like, will that, like, like, sorry, will year two of the C, oh, my God, I have this CDL. thing echoing. Got it. Yeah, CDL, uh, go back to, like, the CWL, like, style of tournaments. Or like, will it remain the same? And how many lands do you think you guys will see in the Cold War season? Uh, that one's for Ann. Well, my pay grade. Uh, I don't know. And if I knew, I probably wouldn't be able to tell you. But and for the record, yeah. I would know before they do. Okay. I guess this one's for hey, you. They, right look, here. we pay their salary. Okay, God damn it. Okay, like, <laughs> yeah, man, I'm fucked up. Um, <laughs> no, you're good. You're good. Totally kidding. What's the other question though? Because that one's kind of like. Uh, <laughs> um, I was actually going to ask Hex. Um, what are three things that competitive sniping needed to be as big as COD esports? Uh, one for me, for us to stay in it too, it would never happen. It's just not, not a, not a viable thing. It's, it, it was, it's like a good subculture and it could still be a thing the same way that Warzone's a thing. Right. Uh, and look, I'm gonna be honest with you, man. If, if mm-hmm. let's say phase, uh, us back in the day stayed in that and didn't go into call of duty, do you think that that viewership wouldn't drown out the, the, the viewership of, of, of the other thing? It's all about eyeballs, right? And we brought right. those things. Uh, so I don't know. I, I don't think one, Activision wouldn't allow it, right? They would, they would shut that down. I mean, at the time, actually, they didn't even give a fuck about regular competitive. So I don't know. Uh, it, could it have worked? Yeah, but it was too niche, man. I, I think, I think uh, everybody There's did the right thing. There's a time and place for it. There's a time and place where I think everybody did, did the right, right thing and 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 play the game. The way that, the, yeah, the, it the, would the just have to be the game, bro. The game would have yeah, to that's be true. snipers like COD Four. The, the sniper yeah. Four, yeah. I mean, nothing's gonna beat MW Two. The like the hit detection on that game, nothing's gonna beat it for sniping. I mean, COD Four, COD Four is definitely it's like it goes one and two depending on who you talk to, right? Um, yeah. Maybe even COD Two for you guys because you guys have been playing that shit a hell of a lot. Another big thing about first. sniping, <laughs> and, and, and this just came to my mind, um, but. It, it created those fun, cool moments where somebody would get an epic, you know, out of the ordinary kill. Right. And they can make montages of it. But now you have BRs and you get those epic moments that are you get you that know, more, same feeling, more that, exaggerated that, rush. That, that you get that same feeling from. And they happen on a more consistent basis. So BR has kind of uh, taken that out of the picture, especially with Warzone, right? Like you formal sniped a guy out of a chopper and it flew down and, and killed Nick Merckx in a tournament. Like that's way better than watching cool. a guy in the 60s snipe somebody in my opinion. Well, so, you, yeah. you say that, but the, the community back then was all about sniping. Way different. Like, yeah. I mean, obviously yeah. we, we, we came in and, and sort of brought Dominated. in a fucking massive audience already and we just oh, converted yeah. a lot of people to competitive. So again, it, it, he who holds the viewership holds the... The narrative. Like, like I can name, I can name top pros right now. Three pros that came back by the sniping. So can, can I? anyone here? Can you yeah. guys? Yeah. Okay. Larue, Zuma. Yeah. Yeah. And was a lot more. Was on yeah, your team. Actually. Yes. Exactly. Look, look, hey, who's the third do you, one? Do you, do you see this? Do you see this? Dashy. <laughs> you <laughs> see him. You seen him game five last night, baby. <laughs> Gunjar did too. That's crazy. I know I everything name, about I can the sniping. Fourth, team. bro. Gunjar. Gunjar came from it as well, bro. All right, but uh, yo, thank you for the question, Matt. Thank you. Um, no problem. Can, let's. I know we're pushing here. But let's do this one last question from Shift. He tweeted me and everything, so I'm let's gonna bring it. him in. Shift, uh, w- w- what's your question, bro? 
uh, it was after Karma and everything was kind of talking and hanging, and you guys were talking about the Challenger scene, Academy scene, roster moves, stuff like that. And I just kind of like, in regard to not knowing player performances before the game is really in its full league-based season, you've got roster moves that are, again, questionable until midway through the year, and then bench players who never see the light of day in the CDL. Do you think that a lot of these expected, or pardon me, unexpected problems that were alleviated this year by the Challenger scene would be easier to follow along with more upcoming talent if there was some sort of an established regional challengers league instead of the open tournament formats that we had this year? Yes. Yes. I, I look the, the, the fact that we're not televising for what I mean, you take that as, as it will, we're not broadcasting. <laughs> How old am I? Uh, it, the, the, <laughs> the, yeah, the fact that we're not, that we're not broadcasting those matches is a disservice to not only that scene, but also the overall thing that we're trying to build here. Uh, there's, there's not going to be any chance or any way that the, that this cannibalizes that. Right. And then that's ultimately what everybody fears, right? That, that there's going to be some epic moments if we're parallel broadcasting this thing, there's going to be an epic moment between Challenger Team A and Challenger Team B that is so incredibly fucking crazy that it's going to draw viewers away from a New York versus Huntsman match. Yeah, they'll match. feed each other. It, yeah, yeah, sure, sure, right? sure. But we do play on a bi-weekly basis, which means that there is a week in which we could, in essence, broadcast something that still has to do with Call of Duty, that still builds... Uh, uh, you know the the storyline for some of these people, right? People people that 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 go out there and 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 like perform incredibly well in front of whatever amount of of people. Let's say a hundred thousand people are watching in this challenger, and then this one player becomes so good, so popular, and then has an incredible uh, interview right after that. People just fall in love with him. Like you think people on on, on my side are not going to pay attention to that and be like, "Yo, somebody snatches this kid, let's get him." Yeah. Um, the, the, it's a disservice to not broadcast it. Uh, so hopefully, hopefully we can we can get to a happy medium next year where we would be able to broadcast those those challenges thing because they they are. I was watching uh, the last one; it was exciting, right? And then you yeah, and then you solve a bigger problem, right? You solve a bigger problem of of what, what what's Nagafen doing, right? What's uh what are all these like incredible players that should be could be starters are doing in the challenger series? So you you sort of have like these these different divisions where you can still follow along. People who have been legendary to the to the upbringing of Call of Duty as a whole. It gives people I, an opportunity, right? So it, it's absolutely. just about finding a sponsor for it to fund it to have that going, and I think it's a massive opportunity there. We should absolutely be doing that because it's special. No other esport does what we do with our amateur scene, and no, we not should even be close. we sh- we should be hi- yeah. we should be highlighting it better. And I think that they will going forward. At least I hope so. The other kind of follow-up, you know, because we had players like Gunjar and obviously players like Awakening Pharaoh started in Challengers, but you also have players like Aches, who had started in the regular season, gets put onto the bench, and then actually ends up finalizing himself with a placement at Amateur Finals, which got him more money than finishing top 12 at Challengers. But my, my big question, I think, for you, Hex, specifically, is as an owner, would you feel more compelled to sign or, I guess, in certain teams' instances, play a two-way player contract if there was a Challengers League? Because... You know, the whole question about the academies is tough because the rosters change every single week, especially in North America. But if there was some kind of an established league, I know that you guys with general might not be in the same situation. Would you be more tempted to look at bringing in, you know, that sixth or seventh guy more officially on a two-way project? A thousand percent. That'd be so lit. Uh, To keep it short, yes. But if I I look at it from 
from a business perspective, I mean, think about the amount of players that have played for me that will retire in the next couple of years. Like, where are they going to go? Is anybody is anybody going to pick them up? No, I would. I would put them in in the challengers division if I can. And they develop to, those players to too. And they not only will they develop those players, but I still have like two fucking massive teams with two very like massive yeah. uh, popularities. So yeah. it's, it's a win win scenario. They keep getting paid to do. Them. Yeah, dude. Hmm. I don't know. I, the, the, this that's this excellent question. Yep. But yes, the answer is oh. yes. I would. Hopeful things. Thank, Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. Thank you, Shiv, for the questions. Thank you, Shiv. Appreciate it. You got it, a voice. Have a good one. Big fan. Catch you guys later. Yep. And uh, Hex, if you know Shift is, he works on the the Challengers League as a as a caster. He's fantastic. So big shout. Uh, I've seen some of his videos on YouTube. Yeah. But yo, thank you for coming on, my brother. This was lit. We went, you know, two hours. We're back to back two hour podcast now, dude. We just love talking. Mm. Do it. Well, look, man, I'm sure this isn't going to be the last time. If you ever need a guest, you hit me up. I, I love talking, obviously. Oh, yeah. So you I hit will, me up. I will do so. Appreciate Thank it, man. Thank you for coming on. You're the man. Everybody you who tuned in today, legend. everybody who tuned in today uh, on YouTube, Spotify, make sure you go leave a review, like it if you're on YouTube, who's live. I appreciate you. Um, all of Hex's stuff will be in the description below in case you've been living under a rock. Um, go click that stuff and check him out hosts an absolutely fantastic podcast and runs mm-hmm. one of the biggest Call of Duty teams in the Huntsman. I appreciate oh, all you the guys biggest? tuning in. Right, I see you. The biggest. Also, <laughs> may, may I please say that I appreciate <laughs> the fact that you that you rose up to the challenge and you didn't let your excuses get in the way of you putting out a piece of content that will eventually help you in the future. Good yeah, job. Yeah, and I was going to say that when we started. Hex, actually, I wasn't going to do an episode this week and he tweeted me and John. I was like, you guys can spare an hour. Well, we spared two. So it worked out, man. Thank you for that. Thank you for coming on. Appreciate it. Have a good one, everybody. Thank you. Thank you. Later, guys. Sugar Ray Leonard, Roberto Duran, Marvelous Marvin Hagler, and Thomas Hearns. Legends, whose four-way rivalry defined one of the greatest eras in boxing history. Relive their decade of dominance in a new Showtime sports documentary, The Kings, a four-part series now streaming on Showtime.